I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek, take a key. Twelve cabins, twelve vacancies, twelve bodies, mother pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. So happy ever after, just chapter after chapter after chapter. Massacre, make the ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the slashers. Michael! All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread Won't protect you on your bed Nothing will from Pumpkinhead This is not a dream, baby This ain't Halloween, baby When I'm on the scene, this is what we call a scream, baby Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. Hey, this is Stephen Byer from Leonard Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your Feasting on the Body of Christ, literally, podcasters, John. <laughs> I'm the half, Matt. And we are back up in this bizarre. Yes. Woo! Woo! How's it going? Huh? How's it going? <sighs> We've been doing this a lot, right? <laughs> We've yeah. done what? 50, you said 50-something episodes? Yeah. I still don't know exactly how to start the podcast. <laughs> we just start it. We just start, you know. Yeah, I have no stru- like the ending. I have a structure. Yeah, beginning, no clue. I'm just like, D- and we're going, <laughs> <laughs> and ready to go. Let's start. It's like Jim Ross. We're live, pal. We're live, pal. <laughs> Excuse me. No, technically, we're not live. No, we're pre-recorded. Yeah, this is another morning episode, so you may hear birds and fans and... <laughs> morning episode in the sense of... It's 2 o'clock. It's 2 o'clock, which is morning for our lazy asses. Yes. When you stay up to 5 o'clock in the morning watching Blackenstein. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was up to like 6 o'clock last night watching Subconscious Cruelty. Yeah. Which is what we're covering on this episode. Yeah. yeah. We're, getting, we're getting sophisticated. We're going to talk about some pretentious shit today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Some um, of that art bullshit. Some of that artsy bullshit. If my films don't have a damn killer in a mask and a machete, I don't want to fucking see it. <laughs> if it wasn't from the 80s, I'd say fuck it. <laughs> um, no. I like how we're saying, like, oh, some classy artistic films. And it's like God's getting a hand jibber and cocks are getting mutilated. And yeah. I don't know how, cla- like, how like, highbrow high sophisticated these films really are, but <laughs> they I, are I, artistic. I would say they're more artistic than uh, some, just uh, like, I guess you're running the mill. True, true. Fair enough. 
So, um, uh, I guess it's time to move into everyone's favorite part of the episode, or I assume, I don't know, maybe not. I, uh, the listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys asked a lot of questions this You week. did. But if you too want to get on this podcast and ask us a question, questions, comments, and concerns can all be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com and or wait till I post a picture on Instagram that says we are taking questions and ask away. Yep. That's the that's the way to do it because we are terrible at social media. Yeah. Um, somehow, I've had social media f- for uh, a, a pretty good pr- fraction of my life. <laughs> you got and a wild I, to say, huh? Got a wild to say. Yeah. And then uh, still don't know how to use it. Right? Yeah, I know, right? I don't know how to reach people. I don't either. I don't know how to reach these kids. That's like one time I remember on my Facebook, I was like. Oh, give me some music recommendations. And then a bunch of people came in and started throwing recommendations. I was like, uh, people you, are Your talking. taste of music sucks. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> delete. Delete. Uh, you all suck. Delete. <laughs> I didn't expect anyone to actually respond. Yeah, I know, right? Because most of when I, whenever I do post stuff on social media, I don't get a response. So. Yeah, sure. It's weird. It's really weird. Um, Fuck social media. <laughs> yeah, right. I hate it. So let's get going because we got we got a decent chunk of questions to get through. So our first one is from Adrian. How's it going? Don't do it, man. I know you want to. I'm not doing it. (laughs) You thought we? I did it last episode, and we thought I wanted to die afterwards. (laughs) I thought you ran him off. He's never going to ask us a question ever again. (laughs) I'm sorry. Adrian says, "Hi guys. Hello from Wales. What was the first film that got you into horror?" and disturbing cinema. I found a copy of Zombie Flesh Eaters that my father thought he had hidden from me when I was a kid, about 10 or 12, and it, and I never looked back. Remind me real fast uh, which one is Zombie Flesh Eaters. That's the that's Fulci Zombie. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because that series is all kind of fuckity duckity. Yeah, because like each of the names are like... Yeah, in Italy, really... Dawn of the Dead is Zombie, and then Fulci Zombie is Zombie 2. Yeah. Over here... It's just a zombie. Yeah. In the UK, it's zombie flesh eaters. It's really weird. I know. It's really weird how like all these movies like get get these releases in other countries and then they just completely like change the title. Even worse is the Demon series. <laughs> like it's Demons One, Demons Two, and then a whole bunch of fuck shit after that. Who knows? <laughs> this is a little this is a little off topic, but it's like. I remember I was listening to, a while back. I was listening to the uh, Twenty Two Shots of Moods podcast and talking about the Texas Chainsaw series. Yeah, and how fucked the timeline is. Oh my god! It's uh, at least with Italians, they didn't try. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like you need like you know the, the the it's always sunny in Philadelphia meme where it's got Charlie and he's got the red string yes. on the map. You need that to figure out the Demons franchise. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Troll Two I think is is involved in Demons. What? <laughs> yeah. Because Claudio Fergazzo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what got you into horror and disturbing cinema? What got me into horror? Um, what film in particular is what he's asking? Okay, so should I start with what got me into horror first? Yeah, because horror came first and then, yeah. you know, for all of us, I think. Uh, for, for me, with horror, like, it, it's a bit weird because, like, of course I started off, like, watching Goosebumps and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, the first, like, legit horror movie that I remember watching, anyway, was uh, <laughs> The Grudge. <laughs> the, the Grudge remake. That's not the sound The Grudge makes, but that's N- all right. No. 
Um, and as a kid, that scared the absolute shit out of me. Um, but when it comes to the disturbing movies, like, I, I, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. Like, what was the first disturbing movie I ever saw? Like, technically, I guess some people would say, like, Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, some of the more infamous titles, it's definitely, like, Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. That, that's the one that was, like, I want to see more stuff yeah. like this. For me, it's, like, when I was a kid, like, I loved Halloween yeah. And spooky stuff. Like, my favorite episode of any TV show was always the Halloween special. I love skeletons and monsters, you know? Yeah. But for, for watching actual horror films, I was a big baby. Big pussy. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Like, try to watch Tuss from the Crypt. Crypt Keeper popped out. Screamed to my sisters, turn it off. <laughs> try to watch Pumpkinhead. And uh, just the part where he's like, let me in. And you don't even see Pumpkinhead. You just hear, like, the yeah. cicada noises. Ran out of the room screaming. <laughs> Like, I couldn't do it until Creepshow. Yeah. Because Creepshow was just the perfect amount of, like, horror, but fun. Yeah. For me to, like, be able to, like, okay, yeah, this is spooking me and scaring me, but at the same time, it's really fun and silly. (laughs) I do feel like when it comes to, like, my journey into, like, both worlds, I was actually kind of just dropped feet first into this shit. And that kind of, like, you know, after Creepshow, it was kind of like a snowball after that. It was like... I'm going to the video store and I'm renting anything I can get my hands on. Oh, yeah. As far as disturbing films go, um, it's a little more complicated. I don't exactly know because I know um, there was a local video store uh, ran by this gay couple. Yeah. Who uh, The only reason I bring that up is because they're, they're the ones who introduced me to John Waters. Yes. Because I read, I read Cecil B. Demented, mm-hmm. which is a John Waters film. They're like, oh, you like John Waters? And me and my sister are like, who? And they're like, oh, 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 here's Pink Flamingos. <laughs> and it blew my mind. I was not ready for Pink Flamingos. <laughs> they, 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 they just opened their, their, their arms soon, like, come here, children. Yes, they like, they really did, like, like put us under, the, like, the, the wings of, like, cult cinema stuff. Yeah. So, like, you know, they introduced me to, like, I Spin Your Grave and Last House on the Left. Oh, and, my God. And Pink Flamingos and all these weird cult films. Um, but as far as, like, really getting into disturbing cinema, because I like those movies, but when I started seeking out um, the extreme stuff, it was actually probably because of a podcast, DeadPit.com. Yeah. Because um, I discovered them by looking up Creepshow. It's funny that it all comes back to Creepshow. Yeah. Because I was looking up a trailer for Creepshow 3, <laughs> and I found them reviewing Creepshow 3, and it was just two Appalachian hillbillies just like cussing this movie out, <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> so I became a huge fan. But they started talking about stuff like Cannibal Holocaust yeah. and August Underground. And... Uh, I was like, oh, these movies sound crazy. Like, yeah. I really want to see it. And, like, I bought Campbell Holocaust. Yeah. So the, that one you probably could put it, but the one that really, like, solidified my, like, underground horror seeking out the most fucked up shit I could find is August Underground. Yeah. Like, it, like if, for me, everything comes back to Campbell Holocaust in the disturbing world because, like, I remember as a kid, you... You talk about Camp Holocaust. Yeah, I'm like, you don't want to see this. Yeah, you're like, you don't want to see this. It's like real animal death in it. Yeah. You remember you remember the movie Corky Romano? No, not Corky Romano. Uh, oh, what is it? It's got John C. Riley in it. Walking Hard or something like that? Uh, something like that, yeah. It's like the parody of uh, um, Johnny Cash's movie. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> he's got the one guy in it. He comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, you don't want this. It's marijuana. It makes you feel amazing. <laughs> you know, like that. Like, yeah. that was me with you with these movies. Yeah, like, so I'm hearing about, like, all these, like, fucked up movies. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what, what is this? And I, and I remember when I was about, like, 15, 16, probably something like that. You, I remember you, you walked up to me and you are like, all right. It's time. It's time. It's time. And you grabbed a Campbell Holocaust and put it in the in the DVD player, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. I really like to introduce people to really fucked up shit back in the day, because one of my good friends, Michael, the first movie <laughs> we ever watched together was Pink Flamingos. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a movie to start with. And then, like, my good friend Gilby, like, the first movie we watched together was The Taint. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had a big desire to like show people the weirdest, most fucked up shit I could. Dude, that's like with, with, with Doug, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my good friend Doug. He was really, really, really wanted to see Where the Dead Go to Die. <laughs> I told him, you don't want to watch it with no, me. No, you don't want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a bad time. And he was like, no, let's, let's watch it. Let's watch it. I was like, okay. And I put it on. And he was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... This is horrific. I'm like, yeah. Well, it's like uh, <laughs> to go back to the question. Like, like I remember being at a uh, a convention. You might hear people in the background. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Anyways, yeah, we were at a convention, right? Yeah. And I I think the guys from Cinema Wasteland were there. They had a mm-hmm. table set up, right? So uh, I'm going through the DVDs, looking at the stuff, and there it says August Underground's Penance, and I'm like. <gasps> That's the movie the Dead Pit Boys talked about. <laughs> so I buy it, and I'm like running back to my sister. I'm like, look, it's August Underground Penance. <laughs> so that was the first yeah. August Underground I saw was Penance. And uh, I was just like, I think that really solidified me, because I like I watched it, and I was like, that blew me. You know? I was like, yeah. that's so fucked up. i oh, got to yeah. see the rest. <laughs> yeah. And then from there on out, I, my ears would perk up like a damn dog if you're shaking a treat bag at it. As soon as I hear something like, this movie's fucked up, I'm like, hmm, what? What? <laughs> what is it? I gotta find this. <laughs> I mean, that's it's like even to this day, like, it, like <laughs> we'll, we'll be hanging out and we're like, do you hear about this movie that's coming out? It's pretty fucked up. And as soon as you say fucked up, weird, disturbing, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> mm, let's go. Yeah, thank you, Adrian, for the question. Yeah. Zombie's a hell of a one to start with, too. Yeah, man. That's a good one to start with, really. That's a, it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, next up, we have Joshua Fat Attack. Just call it. <laughs> don't stop it. He says, first of all, guys, you can just call me Josh. And I love that this is becoming a thing that our listeners know that we're so bad with names <laughs> that we shouldn't even try. <laughs> just stop. But my question is, knowing how well we all love Unearthed Films, yes. what would you say is your favorite release from them? And what would you say your least favorite release is from them? Unearthed Films. We actually interviewed Stephen Byro. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. It's a good interview. Yeah. Stephen's a cool dude. He is. So, favorite and least favorite releases from Unearthed oh. Films. I mean, I think I know what your least favorite is. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> we'll start with favorite. Let's be positive. Okay. What are some of your favorite releases from Unearthed? Oh, man. Uh, could be because of the edition. Could be just because of the movie. I mean... Untold Story Untold is Story, a really, yeah. really good release. It is. It's really good. Um, again, I haven't seen their release of Serbian film yet, but it's really cool that they got, they got it out there. Yeah. And, you know, Unearthed back in the day was a huge, 
hugely important. Yeah. Uh, for my like growing as an extreme disturbing film fan. Yeah. Black Sun. Black Sun: The Nanking Massacre, Red Room One and Two. Yeah. The Vomit Gore trilogy. That that might be my favorite set, just because it just looks the coolest. It is really cool. Uh, yeah, Vomit Gore's up there. The Hard Curry sets up there. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch the Vomit Gore movies. <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my brain has changed a lot since then. Yeah, I know, right? I, I think I like a lot more weird stuff. Um, what are some really really good titles? Uh, I'll, I'll shout out a couple that I think are kind of underrated and probably out of print now, actually. Um, Mercy yeah. is a really weird, like, art house film that I really liked. I, I need to watch that. But. Mechanics is a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare come to life. It's like this weird stop animation film. Uh, the Was it Fanto de Muerte? Yeah. Set, the, that trilogy? The Fame de Mort trilogy? Yeah. I, that I, one's I really so. cool. Yeah. Um, of course, Red Room 1 and 2 is awesome. Yeah. Serbian film, Untold Story. Hmm. Footsteps was a cool movie. Remember Footsteps? Uh, vaguely. Das Kombuta Brudel. I, 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 I want to I see that. It's a wild movie. I remember, uh, I think I'd gotten back from work one night and you were watching it. And I was like, what is this? I'm like, this is shit, but it's great. <laughs> it's like, it's shot on video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, um, you know, on Earth, we'll just take risk on like some just weird, weird, weird movies, and that's oh, really yeah. cool. Where the dead go to die, for instance. Oh yeah, that that's a good one too. But what's uh, what's the least favorite? All right, I might piss people off with this. I, I and you know what? I don't care. Go for it. Um, I fucking hate a draw. <laughs> I remember you texting me when you were watching. Like, this movie sucks. I'm like, Dude. I remember sucking. It 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 doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, yeah. it. Like it plays as if it's found footage, sort of, yeah. Like, it, like it almost like Campbell Holocaust ish, and they find like cops find this this footage. I mean, this isn't a breakdown of that of this of this movie per se, but and then you're watching the fucking like the footage they find, and then like there's points where it's not that. Yeah, and I'm like, what 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 are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I remember you being like, how'd the camera get in the ass? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, it, it's this whole, like, oh, found footage type deal. And it's like, the camera somehow is in the, in this person's ass. It's like, okay. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I mean, I don't think it draws. I didn't hate a draws like you did, but I definitely didn't care for a draws that much. Um, For me, personally. Yeah. My big thing with the draws, release-wise, by the way, was the subtitles were Right, fuck. Told my release of it. Do, I, I, when I was watching it, I watched it on. Uh, I think it was Tubi. Mm-hmm. And um, the subtitles were fine for me. Yeah. So maybe just my edition of it. I don't know. Um, the two extreme for mainstream line. Hmm. So far, has been a little disappointing in my eyes. Because hmm. torment was fine. I, I like I like torment, but it was fine. And then House of Flesh mannequins we watched the other night. <laughs> Weird, mm-hmm. not great, a little long, and oh, it's man. by the same guy. You know, he didn't direct Torment, but he produced Torment, and it's like three of the four movies that have come out yeah. by this guy. Yeah, and one in particular is uh, not to be confused with Dark Web XXX, which I heard good things about. Yeah, Deep Web XXX, which I thought was one of the biggest piles of shit I've ever watched. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to be negative because we love Stephen Byron. We oh, love yeah. Unearthed. They're fucking amazing company. Yeah. But God, Deep Web XSX is bad. Yeah. So bad. It's an anthology based on this guy who's on the dark web and he's buying videos and the videos are the segments and they there ain't a single one of them that's memorable. <laughs> I remember you being like, some guy cut his finger off. And I'm like, I don't remember that at all. And you're like, oh wait, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, here, here's what I'm gonna go ahead and say to people who are titling their movies: if your movie title is too similar to yeah. another one, but I think it's the same guy. Is it that Dominique, <laughs> the Italian dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dominic movie? I can't remember his last name. <laughs> I don't remember his last name either. Uh, Christofaria, maybe. So something like that, yeah. I I don't remember off my head. Um, I don't know, and that shit frustrates me. It's like if you're t- you can't have movies that are too similar in title like that. Yeah, unless they're sequels to each other. And maybe they're supposed to be. I don't know. I hated Deep Wave X. So I thought it was just a just a pile of poop. <laughs> yeah, I remember you text me being like. It was like, I, this movie's a hunk of fuck or something like that. I was like, Jesus Christ. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, of the four films, and I have not watched 29 Needles yet. Yeah. I thought two were good. Okay. Good to okay. Yeah. One was trash. <laughs> so I'm hoping 29 Needles redeems this line, because right now I'm like, I'm going to keep collecting it because that's who I am. Yeah. But I've not been impressed so far. <laughs> I, we're watching House of Flesh Mannequins, and there was one scene in it. Yeah, and House that, of Flesh Mannequins does have some memorable shit in it. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I don't, we talked about it. I was like, this is a movie that I think I could rewatch and either like more or like less. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an odd one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but but again, like I, what, what I will say is, uh, you know, Stephen Bauer does some great shit. Yeah. And he, he's released a lot of movies through Unearthed. Unearthed are. is super important to the extreme underground, oh, yeah. for sure. Because, I mean, like, like they're out of print now, but, like, the guinea pig films. Yeah. The Vomit Gore trilogy. They were one of the first companies to bring that to uh, America. Exactly. Serbian film, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. dude's, like, constantly, like, bringing the extreme back. Yeah. And pushing it forward. With the American guinea pig series. Yeah. Which, the worst American guinea pig was made by that Dominique guy. Yeah. I mean, he didn't direct it, but he produced it. Yeah. Certain thing, I don't know how I feel about that guy's movies. Yeah. Um, he seems to be super hit and miss in my book. Dude, uh, Bloodshock is fucking awesome. That's Mark's Cucko. Yeah. <laughs> Byron's segments are great, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, Song of Solomon is yeah. wild. And bouquet of Guts and Gore. Yeah. So, I don't know. Unearth's great. I don't know how we yeah. forgot about the American Guinea Pig films when it comes to the best, by the way. Huh? I don't know how we forgot about American Guinea Pig when it comes to the best. Yeah. By the way. Those, those movies are amazing. Apparently the they had a whole amazing. box set. That was like a, was like a box set. Of- that was uh for the um, Indiegogo, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which um, I, I th- I'm pretty sure Jonathan Doe has a prop from that movie. Yeah, they sold props and stuff during yeah. the Indiegogo as well. Yeah, it's some really cool shit. Yeah, Byron, like I said, Stephen Byro and the people on Earth are awesome, great people. We love them. It's going through the disturbing movies uh, subreddit too, seeing a lot of people who have Bloodshock. Is, is so cool to see, too. Yeah, because Bloodshock's a great movie. Yeah, it's really good. So thank you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> Next up, we have... I'm going to attempt to say their name, and then what they asked me to call them. Okay. But I want to attempt it. Gets Chroma? 
G I T S C H R O M A. Just get just get to the. Name. Anyways, you guys can call me Don. <laughs> <laughs> My questions are: What is the holy grail in your collection, be it a DVD release or a collectible item? And what are your thoughts on the disturbing movie Iceberg? <laughs> um. <laughs> Start with the first one. What's the holy grail? Okay, so when it comes to like just the items I have, like. It's really hard because a lot of times with movies, like, I've re- just recently been getting into, like, collecting movies. Yeah. More than, uh, like, a lot of times, like, when you upgrade, you give, you've give you given me your DVDs and stuff. Yeah. But, um, uh. I think we're both looking at your shelf, like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't really, I mean, I, maybe when it comes to, like, just movies that I have. That's not necessarily what they're saying, though. Yeah. Um, I have a VHS tape signed by R.L. Stein. I mean, that's pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, and when it comes to collectibles, I mean, we brought this up as a joke, but it's, I mean, it's true. I've got a uh, Ultimo Dragon mask signed by him. Yeah, that's awesome. So. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I do as well. <laughs> I have a real shitty Michael Myers mask that's signed by uh, John Carpenter. It's fucking awesome. That's <laughs> it's a terrible mask, but um, it is signed by uh, John, John Carpenter. Carpenter yeah. Oh, um. I do have a book in my collection of books because I got a ton of them over here. Yeah, he has way more books than I do. Um, that is pretty Holy Grail-ish. It's um, The Shoemaker. Mm. It's about Joseph Callinger. Yeah. It's a way out of print book from the 80s and early 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, like I got it for like 20 bucks when uh, some people were trying to sell it for like $400, $500. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, For me, I actually think it's one we're covering. Yeah. It's probably the Begotten. Yeah. Like, because, like, you know, a lot of people had already had the Begotten in their collection, so, you know, I don't know if they think about it a lot, but I did not have the Begotten in my collection until just recently. Um, And I sometimes go on eBay and just check prices on stuff because, you know, when you're a collector, you're looking for certain items. Yeah. You know. So I just happened to type in Begotten, and the first thing that popped up was like twenty four ninety nine Begotten, new, sealed. And I was like, <laughs> and I clicked on it, and I'm looking through it, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm reading reviews, and someone's like, yo, this is legit. Like, I ordered a copy. This is legit. And oh, I was shit. like, fuck, if it's legit, then I got to at least try. Yeah. So I ordered it, and I come in here, and I'm like, man, I might have just spent $25 on a bootleg of Begotten. And you're like, what? I was like... I f- it said new seal. The reviews were good, so yeah. I, I pulled the trigger. And you're like, okay. And I'm waiting to get a package. It's resealed. It smells like Chinese glue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that cheap glue. Oh yeah. Um, I unwrap it. I open the box, and there it is. And it's like not only it's <laughs> not saran wrapped, it's factory wrapped. Yeah. That like thick, the thick packaging. Yeah. yeah. With the seal still on it, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This is the Begotten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the Begotten. Which, I, I remember when you got it, you showed it to me, like, it's factory sealed. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe it. I mean, that movie goes, like, at times up to, like, $200, $300. Yeah. You know, and I got it for 25 bucks, Which I do think had hurt the price a little bit, because I've noticed that, like, it's not quite as expensive as it used to be. Yeah. Still expensive as shit. Mm. Still about 100 or in change. But, at the same time... I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I did open it, and I know that may trigger some people, but, like, 
I'm never getting rid of it. Yeah. And I want to watch it. So it's in my collection as everything else is opened and on the shelf. Yeah. So that's, that's probably my biggest Holy Grail. My secondary Holy Grail is something that probably a lot of people have, but it's still really cool, especially now, uh, is a, scene, a screen-used stuff cup yeah. st- signed by Larry. Uh, um, not Larry. Uh. <laughs> is it Larry Clark? No, that's not right. Larry Cohen. Larry Cohen. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Signed I, by Larry Cohen, who had passed away. I just thought about something I have, too, that you gave me, actually. Yeah. That I can't find anywhere. Oh, God, okay. Uh, the Graphic Sexual Horror t-shirt. Oh, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. Like, I remember I was looking for it. There's to... a funny story behind the Graphic Sexual Horror t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I was very excited about Graphic Sexual Horror coming out. Because, yeah. you know, like, this is, like, this is during the peak of my, like, into extreme fucking Oh, yeah. I'm like, this documentary is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I was very excited about it, and the director was there. Yeah. And uh, so I went to Synapse, and I bought it. And uh, they're like, well, you can upgrade and get a t-shirt for like an extra 10 bucks or something like that. Or yeah. something stupid cheap. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So the director signed my copy. I got the t-shirt, and I'm all like, yeah, this is awesome. And this convention was hot. Yeah. It's middle of damn summer. The AC in the hotel was tore up. <laughs> We're all just... Pouring buckets, and I'm a sweaty, sweaty, sweaty man. Like I sweat more than your average human being does. Like I am drenched, and I'm like, oh, I've got to change shirts. But you know, it's like, do I go back to the hotel room or do I just do I just put this on? <laughs> so I put the graphic sexual horror shirt on. I kind of become like a walking billboard for the movie on accident, just because I needed a clean shirt. Yeah, I was just pissing sweat out of my body. <laughs> so there's plenty of pictures of me like Tom Atkins and. <laughs> With a graphic sexual horror t-shirt. I was a woman like bound and gagged. Oh my god. But yeah. It was a good time. It's a shirt that I want to wear, but I don't know if I could wear like anywhere. (laughs) I met uh, Scott Reiniger from Dawn of the Dead. Oh my god. I didn't have the graphic sexual horror at the time. I had Miss 45 shirt on. Yeah. (laughs) Great movie. Yeah. So uh, I get, he's like, can I get pictures? Yeah, absolutely. Come on around here. So I come around this table. And he goes to put his arm on me. And I said, careful, I'm really sweaty. He goes, don't worry about it. We're all sweaty. And he puts his arm on me. And he looks at me and goes, you are sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So Don also asks about the disturbing movie Iceberg. Oh, my God. And we God. literally were just talking about this before we turn on because another one is out there now. Yeah. There's like- and it sucks just like the rest of them. <laughs> I can't stand the format in general. I hate, hate, hate the Iceberg format. For me, the the format doesn't bother me as much as, like, the way they layer this shit. The tier ranking just makes more sense. Because it's like, alright, your top tier is your most disturbing. Yeah. Your bottom tier is the least disturbing. Or, you can go with the top tier is the most obscure, the bottom tier is the most well-known. Yeah. They don't do that with the iceberg, though. No. Like, there'll be shit in the top layer, like, necromantic. And you're like, that probably should be down a little bit. Even yeah. for both obscure and extreme. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then the bottom layers are always just stupid shit that it's either mixtapes or just fetish porn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's disturbing and weird, but like, you could have done this so much better. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing with the iceberg is like, there's just certain things that are in categories that don't belong there. Yeah. Like... I remember, like, was it the dark side of porn? Yeah. was, like, in one category. It's a BBC documentary. Yeah, it's like, this is a documentary. Because it doesn't make sense, because when you're looking at the, these things, you're like, does it go by the further it goes down, the more disturbing it gets, or the more obscure it gets? Because neither way it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because uh, you'll have, like, 
begotten. Yeah. And then Serbian film. Yeah. Right? And then, like, Olaf Entenbach movies. And you're like, <laughs> like what? <the? laughs> I remember we were going over uh, one one of the newer icebergs the other night, and I was like, this is doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, with the... Mo- <sighs> Like they put serving film in like the third category. I'm yeah. like, are we, what are we going by here? Yeah, are we going by disturbing nature? If not, then that thing is go to the bottom. Yeah, and still even like, uh, like yeah, sure, uh, serving film got mainstream compared to House Thousand Corpses, but it's still not like mainstream. Hey, yeah, it's still a film you have to <clears throat> seek out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's not on streaming services or anything like that. No. It's it's a fucked up movie. It's really fucked up. I mean, I, I think know. it's an understatement. Um, the iceberg format for me is just it's trash. I hate it. Go back to tier lists. It made more sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I thing, hate think. Oh man, my biggest thing with the iceberg is when they put <laughs> shit in the sky. It's like that's not a part of the iceberg. <laughs> I think the, the sky is not a part of the iceberg. <laughs> You're calling it the disturbing movie iceberg, not the disturbing movie ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Which it does feel like it does go by the ocean rather than the iceberg itself. Yeah. But because the whole thing about the because an iceberg is like the whole thing is like oh there's more below the surface. Yeah. Right. I get yeah. that, but what does it have anything to do with anything? Because uh, it's not like like the further you get down, the more extreme the iceberg gets. Like no, it just goes down. Yeah. It just goes down. <laughs> it's like people just now discover that an iceberg isn't just what's floating on top of the water. And they're like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, the iceberg, it does expand out, but then also comes to a... Point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I did think the one that had the... What was it? Uh, what was the, the Nostalgia Critic movie? Oh, my God. That, that was the one I was talking about. To boldly flew or something? I don't know. It... Whatever, it's a three-hour nostalgia critic movie. <laughs> you, you you don't want to watch it. <laughs> the fact that was the tip of the iceberg, I thought was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I do not. It is it is a format I could give a shit less about. If you want us to make a iceberg, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather fucking shoot my big toe off. <laughs> so thank you, Don, for the questions. Yeah, Hopefully you. you're not like a huge disturbing movie iceberg fan. We just shit all over it because I'd feel bad about that. <laughs> but I'm going to shit all over it because it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we pull we tried to pull no punches. Yes, but thank you for the question, Don. We really yeah. much appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the show. Next up, we have Spooky Celluloid, which I love that name. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. When you were kids, did you have strict parents, or were you able to watch whatever <laughs> you wanted? And what was the film that made you realize? You liked these types of movies. <laughs> I did not have strict parents. No, at you all. never did not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was watching Family Guy in South Park and <laughs> stuff like that, and it was just like, ah, eh, whatever. Well, <laughs> I watched a lot of weird shit as a kid that probably shouldn't have. Yeah, like Happy Tree Friends. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, warped my mind for life, but. <laughs> I didn't see my is like in the middle because like they they were definitely like they didn't want me watching certain things yeah but also they didn't really know what I was yeah. watching because like my parents didn't regularly take me to the video store it was usually like my sisters yeah or my brother in law someone like that you know because they were going to the video store and I had to go with them yeah you know mom and dad didn't go to the video store a lot no they watched TV and that's about it yeah. So I didn't. They didn't take me to the. Not that they wouldn't if I asked. They would definitely take me. You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not saying they're like no. They would yeah. be like, hey, can I go to the video store? But I knew when I went with them, 
did not rent Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> or Friday the 13th or something like that, you know? Or something like that. It's under your fucking grave. Well, that was later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they just didn't really know. Like, I can distinctly remember, like, renting Hellraiser for the first time. Yeah. And, like, going to my room and popping it in and just being so terrified that they were walking in and see me watching Hellraiser <laughs> that I put, I had like a time I didn't have a recliner or anything. I just had like a like a kitchen chair yeah. in my room. So I took my kitchen chair and like set it up against the door <laughs> and sat in it to watch Hellraiser. But now in retrospect, that, that's way worse. That's way worse. If they tried to open that door and it couldn't open, it, it, Hellraiser was the least of my concern. <laughs> like they think I was watching something way worse than Hellraiser. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think you're watching like Goose Milk. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I treated these movies though, because I was like, I can't, they can't find out. Yeah, and still now, like, I last thing I want is my parents to go in my room and like start going through my collection and looking at what I own. Yeah, what's Farmer's Daughters? Yeah. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> that is one of the things that like I'm worried about. Like, if I get into a relationship with someone and it's like, huh, what, what is? What the hell is Cannibal Holocaust? Like, <laughs> put, put it down. That is shit. You got way less to worry about than me. Well, I mean, I think I'm starting to. Bob What's more tumbling stuff. doll of flesh? Oh no! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do got a lot of this shit in my uh, book collection over here. That's pretty uh, fucking weird. Yeah, but true crime's mainstream now. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's been. I think it's always been mainstream. Yeah. Um, but like, like a book, like a like I've got like random books too, like a book called like Rope Burns. Yeah, that's like just some random true crime book. Forced entry. <laughs> <laughs> Water <laughs> power. This sounds fun. <laughs> no, put it down. Don't look at the shit porn. <laughs> Don't look at the shit porn. Um, what is the number one? Like, this may be a question one day. But what's the number one thing you wouldn't want someone to see in your collection? Oh my god, you wouldn't want to explain. Mine's probably water power. That's hard to explain. Um, you think it's water power? What? What's, what? Else, what else in my collection is is harder to explain than water power? Oh my god! Like to me, it's easier to explain water power than even like Faces of Death or junk films. <laughs> maybe something a lot like I, I know you talked. I think we talked about the talked talked about this uh, last episode, but Channel Three Hundred Nine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that'd be hard to explain to. Um, I'm looking over here at my collection. What's something that <laughs> Scarecrow Slayer is one that'd be hard to explain just because how shitty it is. I, mean, I think you just gave it to me. It wouldn't be. Like, I never owned that movie. I don't know how, where the where the hell did I get that piece of shit, <laughs> bro. I don't know. I also got a solo bootleg. Yeah, you do have like a solo because you just gave it to me. But the solo's Criterion, so you can just like explain it away. Like it's just art house. It's just it's a hard, it's a you art know how movie. art films always have poop eating in it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of shit in it. Yeah. Um, Some of the bootlegs on I mean, like Green Elephant would be hard to explain. Yeah, you blocked me. <laughs> Eat the schoolgirl. Eat the schoolgirl. Like that cover is just very some of that Japanese stuff. Like like oh, oh yeah, god. like something like Arrow School. Oh god. Or White Rose Campus or something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> really hard to explain to somebody. Like that is a rape comedy. Oh god, I just thought about something in your rape collection. man. <laughs> <laughs> Why not think about rape man? Oh my god. Like, like not just that too. Like some of like the Nazi exploitation stuff oh. is really hard to explain. Like the Beast in Heat, Gestapo's last just orgy, blazing swastik on the cover. Like, yeah. I swear to God, I ain't a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> These are not pro-Nazi movies. God, um, that's yeah. probably like I don't know why I didn't think about that. That's probably the number one thing that like if someone picked it up, I'd be like, I just have to hang my head in shame. Uh, it's right, man. <laughs> like, look, he, he rapes for justice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, 
what's wrong with you? I don't like, know. I don't know. <laughs> I keep buying this I shit. I wish I could explain to you. The, I mean, also, like, I, I've talked about it a couple times. I've been trying to get the Traces of Death box Traces set. Traces of Death, yeah. I'd be kind of hard to explain. Yeah. I mean, I have, like, a Roscoe and Junk. Yeah. As well, you know. Um, the hell was that? Did you hear that? I think they were on something outside. Okay, I thought it was our computer. I was terrified that this thing was about to blow up. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> computer, don't! Yeah, computer, don't! <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's an interesting question, because there's a lot yeah. of... There's probably a lot of stuff I have that, are, that that's uh, is it pretty hard that, to explain. Is it bad that I think I'd be more embarrassed by the uh, the wrestling stuff sometimes? It's <laughs> <some> like, <laughs> like they walk in to see the like the the Hayabusa and uh, <laughs> Ultimo Dragon Mask. I'm like, and the Stone Cold Steve Austin like yeah. <laughs> bendy figure. I'm like, look, you know, <laughs> it's wrestling, man. <laughs> it's fun. Also, don't thing. look at my Ultimate X collection over here. <laughs> Ultimate X collection. <laughs> Fucking TNA wrestling. <laughs> also, like, I've got the Underground by my Massacre video, which is like... A, no, no. Your, yours is the freaking uh, Alex Jones thing you got. You, you should have brought that up on the podcast. <laughs> well, look, you didn't buy it, neither no. did I. We found... We literally found it. Okay, so... Just to explain, I am not... I am not <laughs> a fan of Alex Jones. <laughs> Fuck him. But you... Came home with a bunch of DVDs some dude just gave me. Yeah, it was some guy that comes in the store that I work at all the time. He's like, you like westerns? And I was like, yeah. He's like, man, I found these bag of westerns at the gas station. I'm like, what? He's like, there's just a bag of movies, and I picked them up and went through them. I was like, okay, sure, I'll take them and see what's up. And remember, you pulled the fucking... We're going through, it's like Gunsmoke. Yeah. John Wayne films. Pull it out, it's just a big-ass Illuminati on. I'm like... What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I was going, I was like, <laughs> I was so worried because I went to pop it in. I'm like, what is this? I was afraid it was going to be like some kind of like trucker porn or something <laughs> like that. The real deviant shit. Yeah. But instead, it was Alex Jones documentaries that were fucking like Nine hours shittily long. pressed. <laughs> Nine hours long. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how to explain. Yeah, it's funny as hell though, especially yeah. when you tell them the backstory of it. <laughs> the fact that it was found at a gas station. Also, have all the ginger. I mean, man. Isn't, isn't the, <laughs> you had Killjoy at one point too. I fucking got rid of that. <laughs> I got like, movies. I'll get rid of Killjoy. Alex Jones on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> what, am gonna, what am I gonna do with it? Throw it away. I don't know. I probably should, but. <laughs> It's funny, yo. It's funny, yo. Because, <laughs> like, is there a more appropriate place to find Alex Jones documentaries than a fucking gas station? <laughs> There's no other place you can, like, find Alex Jones stuff. <laughs> That's like Trash Humpers or fucking August Underground shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like just find it. Like, I'd say it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, we, before we should move on. Yeah. Thank you, Spooky Celluloid. That was a great question. Oh, fuck. Did, I don't think we even answered the second. We didn't answer the second part of the question. Oh, my God. What was the, f- what was the films that made you realize you liked this type of movies, the extreme stuff? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, spooky celluloid. We got talking about Alex Jones. <laughs> got the real sidetrack. <laughs> Fuck Alex Jones. I had too much chili. <laughs> forgot the question. <laughs> got the name of my kids. Forgot the name of my kids. What <laughs> <laughs> a piece of shit. <sighs> Anyways, it's not good um, to be Alex Jones. It's not an Alex Jones. Uh, shit. Uh, roast. Uh, yeah, it's not the roast of Alex Jones. That just go watch his stuff. It's a roast <laughs> on its own. Um. 
<laughs> Listen here, you motherfucker. <laughs> Listen here, you son of a bitch. You got him, shit. <laughs> you got him, fucker. I may hate him, but he is a meme lord. He is. Anyways, um, what what movies made you realize you liked extreme cinema? Oh, God. I remember one day I decided that I was going to... I was like, I'm wanting to... Jump into this stuff. Oh, I want to watch. Some, <laughs> I want to watch some fucked up movies. And then one day, I watched Snuff One Hundred Two. <laughs> Maybe Snoot. <laughs> um, Snoot. Last House on the Left. Damn. And August Underground. Uh, uh, Mortem. Damn. Um, I think it was just the point of no return. Yeah. <laughs> with Mortem. Yeah. Mine's probably Toe Tag. Is not. I mean, like I talked about August Underground. Penance, you know, being yeah. the film that kind of like solidified like Your my curiosity. desire to yeah. get into it. But like watching stuff like murder collect, getting murder collection in and watching it and feeling that dread, like that sweat, uh, being nervous to watch it, like oh my god, what am I gonna see? Yeah, you know, what I mean, that probably is like what really made me like love that feeling. Oh yeah, I don't really get anymore, but you know, that's what it is with any of these things. You know what I mean? Again, for, for us, like horror movies, for the most part. Don't necessarily scare us that much anymore. But you're always chasing that dragon, though. Oh yeah, it's like, what's that next movie that's going to give me that feeling? Like sometimes you see something like Last Shift from years ago that yeah. takes place in a police station. That's really fucking scary. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like, holy shit! Like, uh, probably the last movie to actually like scare me though was probably Creep. Creep. Yeah. That movie, like, I don't know. Hell House LLC. Dude. Oh fuck! <laughs> like I remember you like. I was, we were laughing about that, and you were like, did you not get scared at all by that? And you're, I was like, no. You're like, Stone Cold Killer over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last jump scare that really got yeah. me, man. Like, I can't even say the movie's necessarily that good. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's a good uh, popcorn yeah. uh, horror film. Again, we're way off topic. We're not I know. Much. We're terrible. But anyways. <laughs> Worst podcast known to man. Anyways, <laughs> we're watching Hell, Hell House LLC on fucking Shudder, and like, there's a scene where like, it's found footage, which found footage gets to me more than anything, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. It's those long takes that creep me out. <laughs> and uh, the camera's like panning and all of a sudden there's just this girl on the floor and my leg I, involuntarily didn't mean for this to happen just shoots in there and starts shaking I go oh fuck <laughs> and I look over at like what the hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember you were like did you not get scared at all by that and I was like no not really and you were like Damn, Stone Cold Killer over here. <laughs> <laughs> but did like something random in like some other movie would get me. Yeah, which is stupid. But uh, yeah, for me, as far as going back to the question, what got what made me realize I yeah. love these kind of movies? It's toe tag in general. Oh yeah, toe tag. Fred Vogel stuff really made me realize how much I liked Camp Holocaust. Camp Holocaust, too. yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I think I saw Penance before Holocaust. Don't worry about that. Don't look at my water. The, the, the cap's not on it. You could have just ended the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Spooky Celluloid. Great question. Ask some more. We really appreciate yes. it. Next up, we have The People's Mikey. What's up? He said, howdy, my dudes. Which, great start. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Seeing how you guys were talking about disturbing anthologies, I wanted to ask about the profane exhibit. Yes. And whose segment are you most interested in seeing? Definitely some directors, except Uwe Boll. <laughs> um, some great directors, excuse me, except Uwe Boll. <laughs> Looking forward to this week's episode. You guys take care. Cheers. Profane this is, exhibit. This is something that I did not know about. I knew about it for a while. I don't. I don't know. Someone informed me if this thing has a release because I have wanted to see it for a while. Probably yeah. since I started discovering who Mario Andorra was. Yeah. Uh, Mario Dora is probably the guy I'm 
most interesting. Scene. He's just that guy. Like, regardless if you like his movies or not, like you're always curious. Yeah, because you just don't know what he's gonna make. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know what he's gonna throw against the wall. Sometimes literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the directors for anyone who is curious, you have Regero Diodato. Yeah, the man behind Campbell Oglars. Yes, of course. Uy Bowl. Oh boy. Sergio Stivaletti, who's a uh, a makeup artist, I believe, more than anything. Yoshihiro Nishimura, behind, the guy behind uh, Autonomy Extinction and Tokyo Gore Police. Oh, cool. Jose Mojica Marinus, R.I.P. Yep. Uh, Coffin Joe. Ryan Nicholson, R.I.P. Yeah. Marion Dora. Nacho <laughs> Vilgalando. Man, I should not be the one reading these names. True <laughs> Lord. I do not know how to pronounce nothing. What did he make? Uh, <laughs> just going through his like IMDb. Tom Crimes. Tom Crimes. I knew I knew the name. Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> Andre Iskanov. I think he's the guy that did, yeah. Um, Philosophy of a Knife. Yeah. Michael Todd Schneider, which is Maggot. Yep. They got Uwe Bowl in here twice. They have Uwe Bowl in here twice. What the hell? Oh, wait. No, I think that's all the directors. Now we're getting to like producers and stuff. Oh. So, yeah. That's the director lineup. Actually, pretty cool. Yeah. I would say pretty a wild inter- lineup. Yeah, pretty interesting lineup. I mean, I know <laughs> he shit on Uwe Bowl and for good reasons. <laughs> yes. However, to to lie and say that I wouldn't be interested to see Uwe Bowl's segment would just be that a lie. Yeah. I want to see what Uwe Bowl does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because like, you know, he's Uwe Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the king of shit. Speaking of uh, um, maggot, by the way, mm-hmm. Michael Tosh Schneider. Yeah. Um. If you have not checked out Symbolicus, yes. yeah, go watch that because he has a great segment. Fun fact for you here: while we're on Maggot and the August, we've been talking about August Underground. Yeah, did you know there's a cut of August Underground Mortem done by Maggot that pretty much cuts Fred Vogel completely out of the movie? <laughs> mm. I did not know this. <laughs> it was the original cut. Like uh, Vogel went to go do a documentary with with Killjoy Necrophagia, yeah, and left the editing to. <laughs> Maggot, when he came back, the, the movie was like all about Maggot and Christy. Oh, my and, God. And he was like barely in the movie. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Why the hell did he do that? I don't know. They parted ways. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine. I would like to see his cut, though, just to see what the difference is. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, we say that at the same time. Jinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Jinks. Yeah. God, I hated that. Uwe Bowl. Marion Doro. Marion. Yeah. Martin Do- and also the the guy uh, behind uh, Tokyo Gore Police. Yeah, because we watched the uh, um, Autonomy Extinction. Yeah, that movie's wild. It is Air Four Four Four. Can we even shout? Um, it's it's just like it's almost like a precursor. To yeah, Tokyo, it really is. Tokyo like, Gore like Tokyo Gore Police prequel. Yeah, it's really cool. Excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's just burping on the microphone. It's like a with the guy on YouTube called Raven's Nest. <laughs> He just like grabs the microphone. Like, you know, he has the burp. He goes into the microphone and says, Sell that on eBay for five bucks. <laughs> something like that. It's really funny. You ever ate the chosen one? Yes. He was in, uh, <laughs> he was in Bouquet of Guns. Yeah. He was reviewing something on YouTube. And he's just like, like, just shits and just like freezes for a second. It's like, so anyway. <laughs> I remember I was watching it. Uh, I think it was him talking about him being in American Guinea Pig. Right? And he just goes, What was that? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Uh, that was the good old days. <sighs> so, yeah. Dora. Dora's the one. Yeah. Then we get back to the question. But I would like to see Uwe Boll. You get to see what he does. Uwe Boll made one good movie. <laughs> he made one. Rampage. 
<laughs> fucking one. I think it's called Rampage. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Peoples Mikey, as always. You're awesome. <laughs> Don't talk too much shit about Uwe Ball. He'll fight you. That is true. <laughs> he had boxing experience, too. Didn't tell nobody. <laughs> Clapped those fools. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Wang. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Rural Death, which another great uh, username. Yeah. Love those. We got some good usernames. Even if I can't pronounce them. <laughs> hey, guys. Been learning about... Been learning about tons of fascinating films through the podcast, so thanks for that. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We're glad you uh, find some weird movies. I'm curious what your thoughts are on the works of Alejandro Jodorowsky. His films don't fall within the horror genre, but they're otherwise transgressive and uncompromising. Use of surrealistic uh, symbolism make the films I feel you guys would be fans of. Santa Sangre, at least, I feel borders on extreme cinema. But I would love to hear how you feel about his place in outsider art house cinema as well. Or as a whole, excuse me. Thanks. Um, fun fact. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Uh, we, I mean, it's not lined up in our schedule just yet. But he's on the board. He's on the board for yeah. uh, an episode. Yeah, Hodorowski, I mean, there's just no filmmaker like that guy. No. And I would say that his stuff does fall into the extreme Yes. Category, for sure. Um, stuff like Fondo Elise. Fondo Elise, Holy Mountain, El Topo, yeah. Santa Sangre. It's, they're, they're very transgressive films. Yeah, surrealistic, transgressive, weird outsider cinema, which yeah. is what we like, you know? Yeah, and that's what we do here. Now, I have, to talk about him a little bit to answer your question, I have seen Fondo Elise, uh, Santa Sangre, and El Topo, and I really like Fondo Elise, but I think El Topo and Santa Sangre are masterpieces. Yes. Probably my top 20 favorite for movies of all time. Both yeah, of them. They're, they're great. Uh, he he's just visually he's fascinating. He's uncompromising with his vision, uh, regardless if it's for the better or for worse. As far as like for his actors, yeah. <laughs> he's just an odd guy too. Yeah, I mean El Topo, and like, he's really important because like he's one of the guys who kind of invented midnight movies. Yes, because John Lennon of all people, yeah, saw El Topo and loved it and started showing it at midnight to his friends and thus kind of birthed the the midnight movie phase. Yes, you know what I mean. So like you gotta gotta give Jodorowsky a lot of credit for that as well. Um, he's just, he's a fucking fantastic filmmaker. Oh yeah, and the Arrow box set, man, is, it's whoo, fantastic. Ooh, it's good. I mean, is it still available? I think so. Uh, yeah, go, go pick that up. Yeah, if you haven't already. I pre-ordered it. Didn't even know how much it was. It's was like eighty bucks. <laughs> didn't care. <clears throat> no, because like it's Jodorowsky, and I have to have it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need to watch Holy Mountain though. Oh, and Santa Sangre by uh the new Santa Sangre by oh, Severin is God. great as well. <laughs> yeah. But, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, his place in Outsiders, I mean, like, the dude is a trailblazer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say a lot of filmmakers are deeply inspired by Hodorowski, you know? I would say he, in a lot of ways, he paved the way for uh, kind of the episode we're doing today. Yeah, the art house. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Um, because, like, like you know, like Rural Death said, like, his stuff isn't inherently horror. Yeah. But it's like Lynch. It's like, it's not inherently horror. But it's horrifying. It, horror adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santa Sangre, I think you could say, kind of falls into, into the horror genre. A little yeah. bit, yeah. It has some slasher giallo elements to it. It does, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard to talk about Hodorowski without like just spending all day just praising his visual work. Oh, his, yeah. His crazy ideals, like the 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 ability to like to keep a loose narrative but still be able to tell that story. Yes, you know, and if if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, uh, you know, I'm excited to hear you all talk about Hodorowski, but I've never seen Hodorowski. I'd actually say start with Santa Sangre. Yeah, I think it's his <clears> most like um, um, accessible, yeah, film. Yeah. Then I'd probably go El Topo. 
Which I will say th- that is saying something. Yeah, because Hunter Sonic is still wild. Yeah, it's a wild <laughs> ass movie. Movie. Um, yeah, we're going to cover them down the road. We don't know yeah. exactly when. You know, we plan them. We plan about ten episodes out <laughs> at a time. We got a little more than that planned out right now. But. Yeah, and right now he's not on the schedule, but he yeah. is on the board to be done in the yes. future. And we're going to be. It's going to be a big one because we normally only do three. We're going to do all. We're gonna, all I say all four because I refuse to uh, <laughs> include uh, that fucking. Healing magic bullshit documentary he made that's yeah. just a propaganda film. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's hard to believe that dude's like 90 now, too. It's wild. And he looks just, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe he is healing magic because hey. he still looks good. <laughs> he's still sharp. Um, but, but yeah, his stuff's fantastic. And if you have not seen it, uh, go go yeah. check it out. Go check it out. And again, Holy, Holy Mountain's also a movie that's like been discussed a thousand oh, times. Oh, yeah. And I would say it's an extreme film as well. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's immensely blasphemic and. It's blasphemy against. Every ton of religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it pulls no punches. Yeah, Odorowski pulls no punches. But yeah, yeah. the El Topo was the first film of his I watched, and uh, wasn't expecting what I got. I thought no. it was just like because I always knew it heard like, oh, it's so violent. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's like a real violent spaghetti western. Was not ready for how surreal and weird it was. It's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real like, fucking weird. It blew my mind the first time I watched. It. I was sitting there watching like this is insane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what is this movie? Yeah, I don't, like just love his like choices are very interesting, yeah. but you, we can't talk about uh, Hodorowski all day. Though. <laughs> I could, yeah, we could. I absolutely yeah. adore Hodor- Hodorowski. So yeah, thank you, Real Death. Keep asking questions. We appreciate you. And last but definitely not least, we have our good friend Wobbit. Robert, the little uh, gerbil from uh, uh, the little gerbil thing from Meet the Feebles. What was what was? Oh, he was a porcupine. Yeah. I'm an idiot gerbil. <laughs> did you call him a gerbil? I did. <laughs> he was a porcupine. <laughs> Not a gerbil. We, uh, there's this um, streaming thing called Cathode Cinema. Oh, my God. Which, you know, we talked about the legality of it. Probably not, like, 100%. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it bootlegging either because they don't archive. You either watch it or you miss it. Yeah. And they just do movie marathons. Well, well par- apparently they do do a, uh, they stream the movies again the next the following yeah, day. Yeah, but if you don't catch it, you miss it. It's yeah. gone forever, which is cool. Because it's a way for people to see movies, and the hope is that you see them, you like them, you go support them. Yes. That's the way I see it, anyways. I don't see it as they're trying to bootleg movies. No. Um, but anyways, other than that, they did weird comedies, and they showed Meet the Feebles, and I thought that was awesome. They also, uh, one night they, we, we jumped on it a little bit, we, uh, they played, um, uh, oh, shit. The Guinea Pig? Guinea Pig Films and the- Autonomy Extension, yeah. yeah. I cannot remember the title of that movie, the same a lot. Which I already had it pre-ordered, but- had I watched it and not had it pre-ordered, yeah. I would have kicked myself because I don't think you can get it anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it's out of stock. Wow. I would have kicked myself because it's a really cool movie. I mean, I hate, I hate that it's kind of like sold out for you know people who wanted to get it, but man, I'm so glad it, it, it's selling well. Now, I can't tell you 100% if it's sold out. Go check it out. Go check out Air 444 because oh, yeah. I, they're going to do some cool things, I think. I can't wait for uh, the release of Funky Forest. Funky Forest. We're definitely covering that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We are. So, anyways, Robert. Wobbit. Our buddy from Wyoming. Hey, gentlemen. Greetings from Wyoming. Hope all is well. My bi-weekly question. If you could choose one character to take on and be in that movie, who would you choose? Could be because they remind yourself or just for something fun to act out. Mine would be Kyle MacLachlan as Agent Dale Cooper in Firewalks With Me slash Twin Peaks. I couldn't do it all the justice that Kyle did, but damn, that would be a fun character to be. Also, Morley would have to be in a movie about a dad raping his own daughter. I mean, she's hot, but that is still fucked up. Hot, oh, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Take care. Love you guys. 
Um, that's a tough question. That's a really tough question because I don't really like. I'm not an actor. No. I have acted. Yeah, I've been in a couple short films. Hmm. Terrible in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've been, I've been in a couple too. But, yeah. Uh, Terrible in all of them. <laughs> I, I try. Yeah. I'm not an actor. So I don't really think of myself as like, oh, if I could be any any actor. Or any movie, what would I be? But like, I think I said the other day, I was like, I was like, it's got to be Franklin from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> he's fat, crippled, and he's fat, crippled, and annoying. <laughs> Me to a T. <laughs> You're not crippled. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, well, here's my thing about the question: like, is it being an actor or being in the movie, like in real life? Uh, it reads as though like. Could be because they remind yourself, or just cause something fun to act out. Okay. You take on and be in that movie. Who would you choose? God. Um, I want to be Bone Crusher from uh, Debbie to Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people, man. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Come out, snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Since I am. Uh, a disgusting person. <laughs> in a, uh, I I call myself an ugly human being. Yeah, I'm going to be Blyle. <laughs> I want you to be Big Ronnie. <laughs> Big Ronnie tipping his dog all the way in. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, Brandon. Oh God. Whew. I can't wait to cover that movie. I know. Just to, just to watch it again. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um. It's an interesting question. I wish I had a better answer for you than just... Yeah. Bone Crush would be awesome, though. I think Bone Crush would actually cool. would be fun to play. <laughs> you saying I should be Big Ronnie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Big Ronnie's dipping his dog all the way in. I'll be Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> just grievous of fighting, fighting uh, uh, prison guards. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I don't. Let's go. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> trying to think of other, like... Oh, what about the guy from Night of the Demons? The one's like, eat a bowl of fuck. I'm here to party. <laughs> I could be that guy. <laughs> but the, the brother from uh, Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I should be Angela. <laughs> me now. <laughs> in Sleepaway Camp. Oh my Set God. in the same way. <laughs> oh my God. I want to be the guy with the shortest shorts ever in, in Sleepaway Camp. Oh my God. Which is essentially what was... Oh God, what's his... Um, the actor who's in the like, skate videos. Damn it. Oh, Gator? Uh, no. Krishna Soy. Nope. Uh, Jason Lee. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> in Skate, uh, was it Skate 3? Skate 3, yeah. He has like yeah. the shortest shorts on. It's funny. Uh, I, I tell you a movie I don't want to be in. Solo? Solo or The Descent. Oh, yeah. The Descent would be rough. Oh. You know, we're going to be talking about her soon, but Flowers. Yeah. God bless that guy. <laughs> because... I would not have done what he done. <laughs> no. I look very similar to that man. And I would I don't think so. And I would not have done that. Oh my god. So good on him. Uh, also apparently you don't want to be on uh <laughs> certain movies either like fucking uh <laughs> what was the director who like like flooded the set? Oh Herzog? Yeah. Was is that Herzog? Yeah, it's Herzog. Jesus Christ. Werner Herzog. In an interesting man. <laughs> Wild man. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. The bears have abandoned him. 
This is <sighs> this is terrible. Oh God. <sighs> we get it, Herzog. Let us listen. <laughs> Let us listen. I wouldn't want to be on a Kubrick movie either. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Kubrick would hate me. I'm terrible. Um Combat Shock. I wanna be Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the fat fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I'm in your dreams, bitch. How's it going? <laughs> How'd you fit in here? <laughs> Freddy's been defeated. <laughs> <laughs> they just bully him. That's how they defeat him this time. <laughs> I don't know why they never tried that. It's true. Just be like, steady your face, mate. Pizza face having ass. <laughs> Marinara face having ass. He's like, oh. <laughs> Fried chicken face having ass. <laughs> Look at your fast chins, boy. <laughs> Look at that sweater. What's it, what's it from? What's this fit? <laughs> what, are the, what are those shoes? Air Force? <laughs> Grandpa looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just murder him. <laughs> That's how they beat Frank. <laughs> I, know, I know who I want to be in a movie. Go back to Texas Chainsaw and be Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa's back. He's dead as fuck now. <laughs> Shout out to the 22 Shot Smooths podcast. Hell yeah. He's still doing it, right? Yeah. Okay. As far as I, know, I just saw know. a video the other day of moods like eating 20, 20 something chicken sandwiches, watching poultry guys or something what the like fuck? it. Yeah, and I was like, "Is they still in the podcast? Is this what he's doing now?" <laughs> what the fuck, moods? I didn't watch it, but it sounded interesting. <laughs> How can you eat that many chicken sandwiches? It was like him and another guy just eating chicken sandwiches, eating chicken sandwiches, watching poultry guys. It's pretty fucking good. I mean, it's a great idea for a video. They should do that more often. Yeah, they should like theme it like eating Snickers bars and watching Solo. Ooh. <laughs> Melted God. Snicker bars. Watching oh God! Twenty days of song. I do not want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! Eating chicken cream of chicken soup. Watching terrible meal. <laughs> God Almighty! <laughs> Fuck that! I was trying to go to the food themed horror films. Oh Barbecue and watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> well, I think I, I think I could do that, but um, sushi and Jaws. They. Well, it, it, I think they're still doing it. The last episode was. Uh, in May, though. Mm. What were they still doing? It's a great podcast. Yeah. Go listen to 22 Shots of Moods Horror. Yeah. It, it, make sure to have some time. Yeah. <laughs> make sure... <laughs> we're getting there, bro. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we didn't even start talking about the goddamn movie shit. <laughs> I've almost finished the damn ball of water. <laughs> I almost finished my whole monster. And a monster. I've done both. Hell yeah. So that I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's probably time to talk about the movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for sending your questions in. Yes. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send them to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or wait till on Instagram when I post that lovely little picture that says we are taking questions. And yes. You can ask away in the comments. We really appreciate it. We do. We never thought we'd ever get listener questions. Yeah. We, thought, we thought we were talking to ourselves. <laughs> for a long time, I was yeah. like... So the fact that we have people who actually enjoy listening to this blows my mind because yeah. I don't understand how you could. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you would like us to go back and uh, go back, go back, um, and uh, it's co- time co- to go back, 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 and recover some yeah. stuff we did in the past, so let us know. Yeah, let us know, or anything we should cover. Yeah, or yes, anything we should cover uh, that we have not covered yet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we are delving <laughs> deep into the world of art house horror. Yes. Or art house extreme, if you will. Yeah. What makes something art house? That's a good question. Uh, usually just f- very ex- experimental. Experimental. I would say. Yeah. Um, a uh, a, a different lens 
to look through into uh, this genre. Yeah, kind of abandons your three-act structure of a film. Yeah. Doesn't play by the narrative rules of no. cinema too much. Kind of gets a little loose with it. Uh, Usually tackles some uh, different themes and does it more metaphorically than yeah. literally. Yeah. So, yes. I think that, that guy's experimental slash art house. Yes. So, uh, the three movies we're covering are Flowers, Subconscious Cruelty, and The Begotten. Or Begotten. It's not The Begotten, yeah. but I've always begotten. called it The Begotten. Um, yeah, a lot, lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. A lot of weird shit here. So, we're going to start with 2015, Yeah. directed by Phil Stevens, a director we're definitely going to cover more, because yes. his movie Lung is also very good. Yes. And he's, I think he directed a sequel to both this and Lung. Well, there's a movie, yeah, there's a movie called Lung 2, ain't there? Yeah. Oh, it's I'll have to look into that. Anyways, <laughs> we have, from Unearthed Films, hey. Flowers. <laughs> also, Stephen Byrow, I hope you, I hope you don't hate us for saying some of the shit we said. We love Unearthed Films. Yeah. We just got to tell the truth when the truth is the truth. Yeah. Deep Web sucks. <laughs> but this movie does not. No, it does not suck. So, essentially what we have here, and the thing that's going to be fun about this is having two idiots from East Tennessee trying to describe what these movies are about. <laughs> <laughs> two guys that sound like us trying to be all professional and oh my God. sophisticated. But anyways, we have six girls yep. who all awaken in what appears to be the same house. Mm. They all have a distinct scar or yes. incision on their uh, bodies, which looks like an autopsy incision. Yes. And we quickly discover that they are in the home of a serial killer and that they may be revisiting their memories of them being victimized, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> uh, being killed. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't really happen to like, the end, though. You yeah. just get vague... You get vague imagery of who they were yeah. before and what happened to them. Yes. And I would say that pretty much sums up Flowers. Um, this is a very different take on the serial killer film. Yeah, it's told like, through the perspective of the victim, and not yes. the living victim. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is not what I thought this movie was going to be when I first uh, uh, started it. You're like, I thought it was going to be a documentary about Flowers. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I thought I thought it was just going to be like very, like, just like very, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Very experimental, off the wall kind yeah. of stuff. Like, which this is experimental, but it, um, I, I thought it was gonna play more into the flowers thing, as you said. Like, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like, maybe someone like gets their like insides ripped out, but instead of guts, it's flowers, something mm. like that. But, but no. Yeah, I think the flowers kind of comes from is you know they're buried. Yes. Like flowers. <laughs> yeah, Bur- buried like the the seeds of a flower. Yes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, I really like this movie. <laughs> yeah. And what I like about it the most is that like it is such a unique take on the serial killer genre yeah. where it's like you barely even see the serial killer. Yeah, which his they call him the exile. The exile. Yeah. There's no dialogue. No. There's a lot which of Which is inter- a trend. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting visuals in the film as well. Yes. Uh one of my favorites is one of the victims is killed and gutted. Yeah. And the body is molested Oof. while there's a video uh, camera rolling, yeah, and you see a group of businessmen on the screen, almost as though they're watching what happens. Yeah, and it's like dang dungeon. I thought that was a really nice touch to add a little, a little granule of something interesting yeah. that they don't really, you know, delve too much into or, or go further with. But just a little nugget of Ooh, what does that mean? You yeah. Know what I mean? Um. Also, like, props to the 
the people in this movie. Yeah. there is some wild shit that they do. They go for it. <laughs> like, brave, brave actors and actresses. Like, crawling through what looks like just a crawl space of a house. Yeah, yeah. It's such a claustrophobic movie, too. Oh, God. Like, you feel like, <laughs> you feel like you're in there. You go much with the question earlier, it's like, this is a movie I, didn't, I would not want to be in. No. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you can smell this movie too. Like it looks grimy and gross and vile, which is a great juxtaposition when you see what the killer looks like at the end of the film when he's all very dapper and yeah. dressed up. Another nice little little thing, yeah, a little nugget, little nugget of thing. Um, like we, like again from the the area we live in, it's not too rare to smell like a like a dead animal. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. just imagine that like times a thousand. It's gross. Yeah, and there's all kinds of things that are gross with the film too, like whether it's the girl draw, draw, you know, dragging through the crawl space, yeah. having to get in the tub with the body, <sighs> the eating scene, the dinner scene, is stomach churning. With one of the coolest visuals, of that pig with the fucking hatchet. Yes, that like burn ass pig with a hatchet. It just looks so cool. It does, yeah. And like you know them opening the incision, mm. and it's also really a melancholy and kind yeah. of sad movie as well, because each of the ladies kind of come from. You don't really know it at first. But, like, as the film plays on and you see little hints up leading up to seeing who they were and what happened, yeah. they're all kind of tragic. Yeah, there's a, they have a rough background. Exactly. Like, one's a drug addict, you know. Which does very much play in reality. Reality, because he looks for people who are going to be missed. People who are their lowest Yeah, as exactly. Well. And, you know, that kind of stuff uh, really fascinates me about this movie. Yeah. He really... Uh, Phil Stevens is a really good like visual storyteller. He he really is. Um, even though the the narrative is very loose, there is yeah. no like sh- inherent structure, mm. no inherent narrative. You still understand. Yeah, you you understand what's happening. Yeah. Um, you figure it out pretty quick. I would say that's why I'm okay with kind of giving spoilers. Yeah. And the sound the the sound design on this is very interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because like. There's like certain sounds that when they happen, they don't feel like they should be in a yeah. way. Like it, it, it's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. Which again, the way I take this as well is the the victims are stuck in purgatory. Yeah, and their pur- their purgatory is being stuck in this reliving their nightmare yeah. over and over and over again until they finally accept it. When they accept it, they move on. Yep. To Whatever afterlife comes. Whatever afterlife comes. It's pretty. It's, no more to think about. This is dark. It's a <laughs> it's dark, really dark. It's a very dark, melancholy movie for yeah. sure. Um, with some really good special effects too. <laughs> yeah, the gore is really good. That um, incision it mark looks, is so gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so not crazy. It looks so painful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's from collarbone to collarbone and down to the stomach, dude. Whew. The the go back to the dinner scene a little bit. I had like almost wartime flashbacks to like terrible meal for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh no, no, no. like no, 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 no. That scene is gross. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is gross. The whole movie has this like sludge over top of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, the sludge. The sludge. There's a whole bunch of sludge. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Gaslight Valentine as well as Maddie Matheson. Yeah. <laughs> it just has a grime to it. Like it's very uh, yeah. Like it's it's somehow gritty and gross but beautiful. Yeah, and it, I, I find that interesting as well. Yeah, it's it's a very very interesting film. Yeah, I personally really fucking like this movie a lot. And uh, I think Phil Stevens is one of those guys. 
you know, we kind of talk, we get questions a lot about like who's a filmmaker to watch or, yeah. you know, who would you like to see get a big budget? Phil Stevens is one of those guys. Yes. You know, it'd be very interesting to see what he would do with a big, big budget. Yeah. Because he's just got such a vision. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he, like, he has such creative ideals. Like, this and Long both are just, like, yeah. such unique takes on genres that have been done. Yes. But done in a way that makes it new and fresh. Yeah. It's something interesting to bring to the table. Yeah. For sure. Um, anything else you want to say about Flowers? Uh, I mean, the, the thing is that this is going to be a kind of a difficult episode because, like, there really isn't a narrative necessarily just to go by. Yeah, you really can't break it down beat by beat by beat. I, I don't want the episode to be, like, too short, but... Um, I don't think it will be when we get to the next couple of movies. Yeah. This is the this is a great fucking movie. I'm not trying to belittle it and say yeah. it's lesser than the other two oh, films. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, but the other two are heavy... They're bigger known. Yeah. Heavy hitters with more stuff to kind of discuss. Yeah. This is just a really fucking great experimental horror film. <laughs> yeah. That you should go out of your way to see. <laughs> yeah. Is this uh, still available? As far as I know, yes. Okay. Yeah, you can pick, the, pick this up from Unearthed. My goddamn edition's falling apart and it makes me really angry. You can take some uh, some Chinese glue and <laughs> put <it> back together. <laughs> I was going to say some glue dots, but all right. <laughs> I want the glue that they made with the horses. <laughs> I exclusively use horse glue. <laughs> well, you, you, you're talking about the, uh, like, the bootleg. bootleg yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Like, experimental films are always hard to kind of talk about because it's like, you know, unless you're going to delve deeper into the meaning of things. You yeah. Know? Which we're not smart enough to do that in a lot of ways. <laughs> Which I, I think the meaning of this film is uh, let letting go. Yeah. Letting go of trauma. Yeah. And let, letting go of... The past. Yeah. For sure. I agree with that. Um, It's it's just good. I mean, like, I don't want to say it over and over again, but it is. It's just really fucking it good. It is really good. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Flowers 2. I actually ordered it. Yeah, did you? I did, yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm very excited about checking that Which out. Which apparently Flowers 2 takes place from the killer's point of view this Yeah, time. which will be interesting to see. I'm almost, I almost don't know if I want that, though, because I like yeah. that aesthetic. I like that ideal of, like, doing it through the eyes of the deceased. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love, like, I, I don't know, I just love, like, the little subtle hints. Like, the one girl, she's, like, she looks down, she has a needle in her arm. Yeah. And there's, like, a, a little toy train running around her. Yeah. Like, oh, she's... You know, she's abandoning her child for drugs kind of thing, you know. It's it's wild. It's shit. little stuff like that that I think is so good in this film. What which one of you, which one of the girls was your favorite like piece? Uh probably the crawl space. Yeah, the crawl space was really fucking. Or great. the dinner scene. I like the bathroom one yeah. too. I think that one's really interesting. The crawl space one, I don't know. Just the, the idea of being down there is fucking horrific to me. Mm-hmm. I also like the last one, too, because the way I interpreted that was, like, she was the latest victim. So she's yeah. dolling herself up and putting the gown on. Yeah. Oh, that was very interesting, because they, they all are in this room wearing the same outfit. Yep. They all have that gown on, and she yeah. puts hers on and joins them. <laughs> yeah. Which, you, you can take that multiple different ways mm-hmm. of, you know, moving on. Maybe this isn't from, not from their perspective, but from the mind of the killer. Maybe this is what's lived yeah. in his mind. Could be. Could be. Possibly. Are There's you, a lot, lot to chew on. A lot to chew on. A lot of good shit. A lot of good shit. Special effects. We, we need to touch on the special effects one more time before we go. Yes. Fucking great. Fucking great. I don't <laughs> know who corpses are slimy yeah. and goopy and the guts look great and the gore looks good. And mm. There's some fucked up shit in this movie too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't let it, like, don't let us fool you that we haven't gotten into everything. But there is definitely a scene where the dude uses blood to lube his cock. It's brutal. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucked up. 
So yeah, anything else about Flowers before we move on? Uh, Other than just go watch it because it's fucking great. Yeah, it it is fucking great. Um, yeah, go go pick this up from Earth if it's still available. Mm-hmm. So here's what's funny is because like we we both liked it. Yeah. But I gave it a half star higher on Letterboxd than you did. Yes. And you gave this next movie a half star higher than I, I did, did. But yeah. we both still liked it. <laughs> yeah. We were just switched on it. I was very uh, pleasantly surprised with this episode. Yeah, how much you liked them? Yeah, because um, sometimes when it comes to... I don't know if it's because my, my mentality on film has changed a lot since we started the podcast. Yeah. Because I I used to not like a lot of stuff like this. Like the more experimental... Yeah. But I think the the older you get, I guess, the more your, Taste your palate changes. changes. So I'm just one of those weird guys who like, I'll watch Begotten and Splatter Farm back to back. Yeah. I'll watch Do the Right Thing. Yep, I went. I got that the other day. I'll watch do. What the hell have my yeah, there it is. I'll watch uh-huh. do the. <laughs> I'll watch do the right thing and the cannibal camp out. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'll I'll go from Oscar winner to shot on video shit. Yeah, without a without a pause. Which I I think like I used to have this weird like I guess like snooty mentality too. Mm. It was like mm. I remember how much you hated the zombie bloodbath. I probably something I need to rewatch. <laughs> you hate. We reviewed. We used to do this show when you were younger. Yeah. Um, where we reviewed horror movies when you were like what, like twelve, thirteen? Uh, probably younger. Yeah. And we reviewed Zombie Bloodbath, and you're like, if I own this movie, I'd hide it. If I made this movie, I'd hit it in the closet, not put it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the funniest damn thing. <laughs> oh, I, I feel bad for that. Like <laughs> ah, it. I think it's Todd Sheets, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I love Todd um, Sheets. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think my mentality has changed a lot. Where I'm, I, I'm more accepting of stuff, and being, like honestly, like when it comes to like low low budget films, mm-hmm. I think I can appreciate like a low budget, um, very cheesy, and uh, you know so, sometimes just like low quality film more than something that comes out of Hollywood nowadays. Yeah, because it's like there's love and effort put into it. Yeah, they're not having all the bells and whistles. They don't have everything just handed on a silver platter. They have to fight and work for it. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know, it's like we, we, we were we watched Blackenstein the other night. Yeah, well, last night actually. Yeah, and um, like the, the movie's very cheesy. Yeah, it's not a great movie by any no. stretch of imagination. It's kind of dull, but I really appreciate stuff like that because it's like someone. Really wanted this to be seen, yeah, and worked really hard. Worked for hard it. for it, yeah. yeah. I agree. And then got shot in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal. It's pretty rough, yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy story. We'll yeah. probably cover Blackenstein one day, I would assume. Yeah, probably. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what we'd put it in. Let's do Blackenstein, Blackula, and I'm sure there's another one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I almost hate to put it with Ganja Hesso because Ganja Hesso is almost like a step above as far yeah. as like the black exploitation horror stuff goes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like these little cheesier, little you know, little, little shittier. No, 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 fans, they're good, they're fun. But Ganja Hesso is like, ooh, that's a good movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, I, I, but I think I could watch the like, like nowadays I could watch something like straight up like the, the Criterion Collection and then go watch like Splatter Film. Yeah, uh, Spl- Splatter Farm. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way because I don't know. Like, I feel like some of these movies still have the same heart. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, flowers. Great movie. Yeah. Really good. Really good. <laughs> Speaking stuff. of movie with heart, a lot of heart. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of effort in that movie. I'd say uh, all three of these movies have a Passion lot of projects. Yeah, especially this next one here. Oh yeah, Subconscious Cruelty, directed by Kareem Hussein. Very Which, interesting filmmaker who I would definitely want to get more of his movies and check them out. Yeah, um, this was a movie that was made throughout the nineties. Yeah. And was released in 2000. Did, it got started in, I think he said, 94? Yeah. Because there's a long intro 
on this Blu-ray. Um, but it, it's a long intro, but I think it's very important. Yeah, it's very it's, interesting. It, it's it very much is the the mentality that we have where it's like f- fuck fuck censorship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, because a lot a lot of the stuff like it's starting to get pushed away by people in the mainstream. I'd say. Yeah. And I, I, I don't like that at mm, all. I agree because it because I think a lot, all these films are important in one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Subconscious Cruelty got started in '94. Yeah. Didn't come out to 2000. Yeah. Took a long road to get to where it was going. Yeah. And I first became familiar with Subconscious Cruelty through a really good documentary on the uh, Deadbeat at Dawn release from uh, Dark Sky. Oh, really? Um. Where they talk about, it's a documentary called In the Belly of the Beast, and it's all about this specific year at the Fantasia Film Festival uh. in Canada, and it features Kareem Hussein promoting subconscious cruelty, Jim Van Baber with the Manson family, yeah. which we still wasn't seen a lot of day for another like 10 years, Fuck. a gun for Jennifer, oh my god, uh, Nacho Sarada was there with Aftermath, and uh, Richard Stanley was there with Dust Devil. Wow. Yeah, so it was a crazy year, and it all just kind of follows these filmmakers and how they're trying to sell their film and, like, you know, trying to promote people to come in and watch the movies and, like, what it is to be an independent filmmaker and how hard it can be, but, the you know, and stuff like that. Man, I can't wait to the day we cover A Gun for Jennifer. Yeah, Gun for Jennifer's great. It's so good. It's a movie I hope gets a release one day, but I think the music, the music it's kind of fucked it. Yep. That's what happens a lot. That was movies. the documentary was also the same time the first time I ever heard of Gun for Jennifer. So the first time I heard about these movies was in that documentary. Uh, but this is an anthology of sorts. Of sorts, yeah. It's more of just a loose narrative of ideals. Yeah. Almost like a stream of conscience film. Yeah. Well, subconscious. Subconscious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we start with this opening. It's in black and white where this lady kind of like is like, why do we watch movies? Is it to escape the horrors of reality? Yeah. Kind of thing, right? And then we move into our first segment, <laughs> yeah, give or take segment. Uh, I mean, I, I did the, uh, doing this compared to some of the anthologies we did last episode was way easier. Way easier, yeah. <laughs> because it was like, oh, none of these have like a, a significant name. Yeah. Or I almost oh. didn't like that though, because I had to write down like my first one was like two sides of brain, guy spying on woman, <laughs> naked people in fields. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want to write notes about each one of the. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I love this movie. Yeah, yeah, because like, I don't know. I guess it tickles that uh, part of my brain of the the uh, I guess the edge lord in me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Um, so the first segment of say is uh, is just a narrator talking about the difference between the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain. Yes, and the dominance and taking over one side versus the other. Yeah. At the same time, there's a naked woman on a table almost being having an autopsy done on her almost. Yeah. And when they reach in and pull the guts out, instead of guts, it's an eyeball. Yeah. Which I thought was a pretty cool visual. Pretty cool visual, but yeah. kind of a nothing segment, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's really nothing to it, you know what I mean? Oh, no, but... So I'm, we move into what I think is the first real... This is, uh, yeah, hunk. Uh, hunk of the film. Yeah. Um, it, we have a guy who is spying on a pregnant woman. Yeah. Uh, and it's all told through his voiceover, and we soon find that it's his sister. Yeah. And he decides that, for reasons, <laughs> that he's going to do the ultimate crime, the ultimate uh, evil, and make a mockery of childbirth by killing the baby as it's delivered. Yeah. 
And, uh, whoo boy. This is rough. This is a rough one. This is a real rough one. <laughs> um, man, like, I don't, like, Kareem Hussein wrote, wrote yeah, he everything. Wrote yep. Yeah. Yep. Just, just to make sure. Pretty sure. I think the, he had a partner, but it was mostly just him. The dialogue is crazy good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like presented almost like, like, almost like an audiobook. Yeah. That's what sorts. I thought too. I yeah. thought you could close your eyes and watch this segment and still understand everything that's happening. Yeah, and get the same from it. Honestly, yeah, it's I mean, also Kareem Hussein. Holy shit, he could film fucking anything. I'd be interested. And it'd look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude is a phenomenal cinematographer. It's so good. He knows how to light and put cameras. Oh yeah, like, he knows what he's doing when it comes to that shit. And it was obvious from his very first movies of Conscious yeah. Cruelty. You know. Um, my negatives with this one is I think it's a bit long-winded. A little bit. Like, there was times where I was definitely starting to get a little bored. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I think that's my biggest complaint with all three of these movies is, like, it, they, they kind of drag a little bit. They do drag a little bit. Because there's, there's a lot of wind in them. You yeah. Know what I mean? Even though they're shorter films, there's definitely... I mean, it's purposeful. Yeah. It's meant to be slow. It's meant to be methodical. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, like, downtime. Yes. Um... But the uh, so that was one of my problems with film. Some of the effects in this one, yeah, I didn't think were so good. There's a miniature set piece of a house that I thought looked like a miniature. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, for for me that that added to it. Yeah, it added a layer of um, like th- this is not in reality almost. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that was the intent. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it's hard to say. But when when I looked, I was like, yeah, it's definitely a miniature, but it. I don't know, it adds this like weird feel to it. And the birthing and baby. Yeah. Both looked a little rough. Yeah. A little um, rough around the edges. Yeah. I, I can see that, yeah. It is low budget, so you can forgive it a little bit. It didn't take me out of the short because no. like the the ultimate set piece of it when he literally slits the baby's throat yeah. as it comes out and pours the blood on the mother as she screams. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> like yeah. this is like, it's been a while since I had that kind of visceral reaction to something where I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, they went hard in the paint on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say, like, this entire movie goes like that. Like, yeah. They, they, it goes there. But this one goes there without going over the top, I feel like. Yeah. You know I mean, like, that's over the top and fucked up. Yeah. But it isn't, like, what we'll get into <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, this was my personal favorite of yeah. the film. I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. The lighting and everything, the colors, the acting, the, the like you said, the dialogue. Yeah. The the ideal behind it was crazy and fucked up yeah. without being like too insane. <laughs> yeah. What what I thought was interesting is also during the uh, little audio commentary uh, during the beginning about the movie. Um, Kareem. <laughs> Saying like I do feel like in a lot of ways he's trying to like he tries to justify what he did. Yeah, trying to separate himself from the movie just a little bit, just a little bit. But I mean, I, I think he like he uh, he said he owns it a thousand percent. Yeah, and he I mean, should that, like quote he should. But he said like he's like yeah, just because I have a misogynist character in my movie does not mean yeah, I'm a misogynist. Yeah, which I get that. Oh yeah, I think that's always such a weird argument. The film's misogynistic. Well, like yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And again, it's, it's, doesn't mean it glorifies misogyny. Yeah, if someone takes it that way, that's not the movie's fault. Yeah, it's like we're watching the Video Nasties uh, collection. We're talking about Fight for Your Life. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that movie is a hard watch. It's racist as hell. Yeah. But it's not pro-racist. No, if, <laughs> if anything, it's a... 
Like what? What? Uh, Steve, was it throw? Uh, Steven, Steven Thrower. Yeah, he was like, it's instead of being a uh, a movie to bring in people to the clan, it's more of a movie for uh, the Black Panthers party. Exactly. And th- that gets mistaken a lot. It's like we talk about Terrifier a lot. Like people are like, it's misogynistic. Like, yeah, it is, but that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you to watch that movie and are, like, aroused by the misogyny, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> Not the movie. You know what I, I mean? That's, that's your brain doing something. Yeah. You know, that's my thing about it is when people, like, try to, like, use that as, like, a uh, argument or, like, a critique of a film. Yeah. It's like, well, no, the movie's set out to do that. Yeah, it's it's set out to make you feel... Bad. Yeah. Terrifier's not meant to make you feel good. <laughs> no. Which I, I think that was the, the thing that bothered me the most about Terrifier, though. Like, yeah, this is not about Terrifier, but... Is I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a slasher, and then it was like this fucking gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a slasher. Yeah, but back to subconscious cruelty, like that, I get that 100. percent Where it's like, yes, the guy's misogynistic. Yes, yeah. he's a piece of shit, but that's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to make me be like, oh fuck this guy. Yeah, exactly. Which you were. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not, it's not Kareem Hussein being a piece of shit. Yeah, a lot of so many times people want to like make the filmmaker be the film. Yeah, and sometimes that is the truth. Sometimes. But not all the time. No, yeah. Fred Vogel's a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. You know, but his movies are fucking violent and at times very misogynistic and nile. That's something that's funny, too, like in the wrestling world a little bit. It's like like deathmatch wrestlers. They do all this fucked up shit to one another. But they're always like super nice guys. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... It's a character. It's a performance. Yeah. It's it's performance art. That's the way I feel about this segment as well. It's like, yeah, it's not Kareem Hussein. He's not that guy. No. He created a movie about that guy. <laughs> yeah. He created a movie about people like that. Yeah. So I really like that segment. That was my personal favorite of the yeah. of, this, of the movie. Uh, then we move on to... I don't even know what to describe. We got a bunch of naked hippies um, in a field just writhing around. And they start, like, fucking the earth and blood starts coming up. And yeah. They start, like, botting off pieces of branch and blood's coming out of the branches. And, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I, I didn't think it sucked. I thought it was, uh, I mean, it, it, it did feel kind of out of place. Mm. But what I will say is, um, I, I think some of the, the visuals in it are interesting. Like mm. the, the, the knife. Yeah, that was cool. The knife blowjob scene. Yeah. That I, was interesting, yeah. It's, it's brutal. It is brutal. But, like, here's the problem I have with this movie. Okay. I like this movie a lot, as well as you did. Yeah. It's so ham-fisted, though. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not, like... He's not trying to hide what he's trying to say at all or be, like, cryptic about it or, you know, take any kind of subtlety at all. Yeah. Like, this one's like, we're fucking the earth, man. Like, we're literally fucking the earth. We're killing it. We're raping it, man. And I'm like, I get it, brother. <laughs> but I didn't even, need even 10 he minutes. Says, even he says that. He says... It's 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 ham fisted. It's so it's not subtle in the least. No, and the problem is uh, opposed to the other two segments, this one's just not as interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I just I did not care for this at all. I, I thought it was. I prefer okay. Drippy Dick over this. No. Yes. No. Yes. Fuck no. I prefer Drippy Dick. Fuck that segment. That was terrible. I preferred it. At least it had substance. God damn it. This was nothing. This was nothing. Just people being hippies and. Molesting the earth. That's all this was, Matt. <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> That's what it's like. You can't even talk about it. It was nothing. It, it's nothing. But <laughs> it, like this one second, you're like, "Wow, that was cool." Yeah. Or maybe not cool is not the right word, but man, that was that was interesting. Yeah. And then you move on to this, and it's like, 
when she broke the fucking lamb and bloodshot out of it, I'm like, oh my fuck. Are you serious with this? <laughs> like, if this was just a surrealistic horror film, I might be into that because, oh, that's so weird, creepy. But you know the, what he's trying to say. Yeah. He's trying to say, well, we're killing the earth. Yeah. Oh, we'll be cutting down that tree, man. <laughs> it's killing it, man. It's killing the earth. And I'm just like, <laughs> I understand. I'm with you, brother. We need to save the earth. I get it. I'm right there with you. But God damn, you can try it a little harder to like <laughs> make it not so fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so moving on <laughs> to probably the most infamous. Oh, my God. Which I'll be honest, feels like two put together. It does. It, they don't feel like they connect at all. Um, other than the theme of religion. Yes. So essentially, we have this guy who's a businessman, seems like kind of a shitty guy. Yeah. Maybe not just like the nicest dude in the world. Doesn't seem like a piece of shit, but you know. Yeah. Just doesn't seem like a nice guy. And he, uh, he rents him some, some pornography. Yes. And uh, he's jerking off to it, which I was like, man, how many movies am I going to watch recently that's got like unsimulated sex in it? Like everything I watch right now has got unsimulated sex in it. I'm like, what is with this? It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know how much of a trend that was. Yeah. So he's jerking off and he nuts and he like he rubs them on the money, throws it at the TV. Yeah. And I get what what Cream's going for with that. Yeah. You know, he lusts after money. Yeah. You know, he's even though he's wearing a cross around his neck, he's jerking off to like not just porn. Yeah. DP porn. Like this is like <laughs> this is like, you know, next level. This is some of the devious shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, but <laughs> I mean that's what I took it as. I mean why show DP and not just regular porn then? Um had to be because it's like, oh, he's into like that. We, yeah, he's into that shit, man. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. Okay, like when it comes to the porn in this, yeah, that's fucking nothing compared. Well, yeah, to, like, but some, like <laughs> <laughs> to like uh, White Gardenia stabbing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like you know, outside of like showing like scat or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, man, yeah, he's into hardcore shit. You know? He's into hardcore pornography. Yeah. yeah, even though he's wearing a cross and claims to be a Christian. Yeah. So he goes to bed, and he has this nightmare of him without eyes. Yeah. Who's, like, just telling him shit. Yeah, just, like, telling him to destroy the left side of your brain. Yeah. Which, which ties into the stuff from earlier. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you've always dreamed in black and white. Yeah. Now you'll have nightmares in color. Which I thought that was cool. That's a great line. Yeah. Great line. And, like, ejects him with this shit. Well, the, but before we get to the dream he has, well, well, within the well, dream. It, you've got to tell what they inject him with. They take the cross he was wearing and melt, oh, it, melt down. it down into like a drug. Yeah, 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 yeah. and they inject it into his forehead. Yeah, which that was cool. That's a cool vision. Yeah, it's really cool. again ham fisted and not subtle, but cool. Unlike yeah. the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, now while this is happening, before we get into the dream within a dream, um, they're uh, hell raising his cock. Yeah, oh my they're god, they're straight pinhead in his dick. It's rough. <laughs> they're doing his dick a tear apart. <laughs> Which I thought was a pretty good visual. I was like, damn. Ripping him apart. I mean, literally, they got him like fish hooked. Yeah. And like just stretching it apart. Whew. And like the chick's like jerking him off while he's while it's happening. I'm yeah. like, damn. Yeah, it's brutal. It's nasty stuff. So then he has a dream within a dream. Yeah. At least that's what I took it as. Uh, yeah. Where you have. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this. You have Jesus. It wearing a halo of razor, razor blades. blades. And he's like out in the streets. Uh, yeah, he's out in the streets and he's like bowing before a church. Church. Where there's a group of nude women kidnap him. Kidnap him and then eat him. <laughs> well, not, not not only do they just eat him, but they, they piss on him. Yeah. <laughs> they really mar and this situation. Yeah. But, the, which, again, then it gets like, worse. 
<laughs> in my opinion, because not just that. They straight up evil dead Jesus Christ. Huh? You don't remember that? No. What happened? They take a fucking like stick and shove up his oh, ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. When you said Evil Dead, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, they Evil Dead him. They bruise Brody, not bruise Brody. Uh, Duke, 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 Duke the dumpster dozy. Remember yeah. they rape him with a broom handle. That's what they do to Jesus. People are not gonna understand what the fuck you're talking about. Oh well, go look it up. <laughs> Duke the dumpster dozy. Duke the dumpster dozy was apparently a shit, a real shithead. And they raped him in the shower of the WWE locker room with the broom handle. Allegedly. Allegedly. Wrestling. <laughs> um. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, and again, it's like this is so ham-fisted and not subtle. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you eat the cracker. You say this is body of Christ. Well, we're really eating the body of Christ. <laughs> 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 but like, again, even he says that he's like, yeah, he does. He's like, I was young. Yeah, I was really young, and I thought this was like next level shit. And it's not yeah, he thinks he's like he, this is the kind of guy who made this movie. And thought he was gonna be like, your mind's gonna blow when I have to show you this. You're not going to be able to... Your brain can't comprehend what I'm going to show you. And you're watching, you're like, you don't like religion, huh? <laughs> How'd you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the thing is, like, it does kind of, like, satisfy that, like, angel lord of my brain yeah. a little bit. Because it's like, that's, it's that's an fucking It's an wild. insanely brutal visual. There's no oh, doubt yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's gnarly. It's something that would not get by in a lot Woo! of places. No. You show this in fucking Middle East... Well, I guess not Middle East. No, no, not Middle East. They don't care about Jesus. No, no. <laughs> uh, the Catholic Church. I don't know. Uh, the Vatican. Sure, they gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I, I think that play, very much plays in Catholicism. It's all about like you know like the cannibalism of of religion. Yeah. You know that's what it is. Eating themselves alive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know this person who claims to be a Christian is also not this great person. You know, yeah. He's into like devious shit. And you know stuff like that. Yeah, money, it, lusts, money. Yeah, of course. That's what it's all about. And and the visual was insane. Like you're you're watching this, you're like, Jesus, oh my god, like, this yeah. is some wild shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like when they're when they're eating him, I was like, okay, I, I get that. Did they piss on him? I'm like, I don't know why why they did that. But. Well, that's literally Harmony Kareem. Cur- not Harmony Kareem. <laughs> I do that all the time. Kareem Hussein and Harmony Kareem. I mix their names up. <laughs> Kareem Hussein is literally like, I'm pissed on religion, man. <laughs> Piss on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I think about religion? I'm going to rape it with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so literal. <laughs> it's very literal. Like, this would be the most literal of all the stuff we're Like, for about an art house film, and it is that because it's very, it, you know, it's the structure is loose. Though. Yeah. Very artistic. It's so literal with all of its messages. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? That's my biggest problem with the film. It's just cause it is like it is kind of like an edgy teenager made a art film, and that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But the thing is, if I had like money and shit, I could imagine myself doing something like I this. I would have made this back in the day for oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean. But again, even he he says he says, he says like, you know I was I was young yeah. and you know I and I'm, I look when I was doing this like oh he's making excuses for the visuals he showed. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Don't pussy out. I, and then I watched it. I'm like, oh, he's not excusing the visuals. He's excusing how literal and like dumb yeah. a lot of it is. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's ham-fisted yeah. throughout all of it. Especially but, that last segment. Yeah. Although I did like the last segment. Yeah. Just because the visual is just... It's insane. Like at one point they're like cutting pieces of Jesus off and shoving it in his own mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, God almighty, like, this is craziness. Yeah. <laughs> what kills me too is like, like some people in like the conservative Christian... Uh, I guess sex 
uh, you know, the, the, no, no, not sex, but sex. Yeah, sex. Yeah, I can't. Sex. Yeah, I know what you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like that they go after like certain movies because of what's in them. Only a few fuckers knew what this was. That's what's crazy about it. It's like they'd be so offended by this, and it's at the same time it's like it's so silly. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's. it's I can see people being like genuinely disturbed by it, though. Oh yeah, like, especially if you have any inkling of religious uh, value at all. Yeah, you're gonna be like, Phew. you know what I mean? Yeah. But like for me personally, I was just like, this is so silly. It's like because it's also literally like, yeah, piss on. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like piss on religion. Yeah. I'm like man, harmony or not harmony? Damn Nikki, it, Kareem. Kareem. Damn it, Kareem. Like <laughs> you were an edgy twenty-something year old, weren't you? Oh yeah. But I still like this movie quite a bit. And, like, it, it does get its message through of, like, um, I, I would say, in a way, like, left-wing ideology Oh, well. yeah, 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 for sure. But she talks about that as well. Yeah. It, 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 it's something. I liked it. I did like it. I, I like it quite a bit. I could but, watch it again. But I, I think I feel like it, I watch it more as a gore film yeah. than a art film for me, personally. Just because the, me- the message and the art stuff is just so silly and so ham-fisted and so... Like, like personally, when it, like, like some of the uh, the ideas presented in the movie, like, when it comes to, like, the religious stuff, like, I- I'm not against religion. Mm-hmm. But there are things about religious beliefs that do drive me crazy. Yeah. And when it comes to, like, like the more planetary stuff in this film... Like I, I I do agree. Oh yeah, I don't disagree with a lot of what he's trying yeah. to get across. You know what but I mean? it's very very yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah it's so yeah. literal. That's the thing is like he literally was like We're raping the earth man. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like I I just think the visuals in this are interesting enough. Oh yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. And the gore is great for yeah. the most part. And I think that uh, the uh, it's very well written. It's a good gore movie in my yeah. opinion. Like like. So, some people are going to watch this and be like, oh, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. It's so disturbing. Yeah. And you're going to have people like me who watch it like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> Jesus. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's silly. Um, but I, fun. I get that. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. I think I, I think I liked it a little bit more than you did. Oh, for sure. I mean, you hear me yeah. talking about it. <laughs> uh, again, like, I'm still an angsty teenager at heart. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm older. <laughs> I'm over that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over making movies like, yeah, piss on it. <laughs> piss on it. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should rip it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm not against that ideal. You know what I mean? No. I've said it a million times. It's like, if, if as long as you got consent adults, do what you want to do in a movie. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, no censorship at all from my side. Just don't kill nothing for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that. Like, Outside of that, yeah. hey, if you want to fucking stick, a, stick up Jesus' ass in a film, you do you, man. <laughs> You do you. <laughs> you know, like I just may not think it's the mind-blowing shit of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do think uh, you could not get away with some of the stuff they do in this movie. Probably in a lot of uh, groups nowadays. What I'll say about Subconscious Cruelty before we move on yeah, is as a disturbing gore anthology, it gets a big thumbs up. Really yeah. liked it. As a film that's trying to get across a message and do so in a very artistic way, thumbs down. You missed the mark, buddy. <laughs> but it's like I said, as far as a disturbing anthology, I like it. Yeah. I just didn't think it was as like artistically done as our other two films. Of course, it, it, when I get older and I revisit it, I might not like it as much. But I still uh, liked it. I mean, I think I gave it a three and a half out of five. Yeah. It's still pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Um 
I, I guess it just satisfies an, an itch for me. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it is a good movie. I recommend it. I mean, it sounds like I'm shitting on it. I'm not shitting on it. No. I just think some of the things it did is just so over the top and silly that... Yeah, that it's just I can't take it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I can't be disturbed by it because I'm like, this is goofy the, the, as hell. I think the first time it disturbed me more. Oh, yeah, than yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah, it. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And again, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's about all I got to say. Yeah, really. Me too. We'll move on. All right. To 1988, directed by E. Elias. Oh boy, Murhag. That's how I'm, Murhage. That's where I'm going with Murhag. Uh, apparently, his first name is Edmund. Edmund. Edmund yeah. Elias. Elias, Edmund Elias. Edmund and Elias. Her, Mirage. Her yeah. 1988, one of the most infamous films. You got 88? Yeah. What'd you I got get? 89. Really? Well, either way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I went by Letterbox. I, I, I thought it was 89. I, got, I could have fucked that up. Yeah, I could have. 1988 or 89. <laughs> yeah, either way. One of the most infamous films, and by that I mean one of the most infamous scenes. More yeah. so than the movie itself. Mm-hmm. And that is The Begotten. Or just Begotten. Yeah. Begotten. Now, to describe the plot of this film is a whoo boy. Okay, I'm gonna attempt. Well, I know the plot. Yeah, but you gotta take everything not literal, because <laughs> nothing is explained. No, the whole ideal of like, unlike subconscious cruelty. Yes, this is um very much more uh, it's abstract. Yeah, very abstract. <laughs> abstract with what he's trying to say, because like. I truly believe that if it wasn't for the credits, that's, you know, credit the one guy as God yeah. and the woman as Mother Earth, I don't know how many people would have understood that that's what that was supposed to be. Uh, if you did not know that, then you would not have got that yeah, at all. not at all. But the thing is, I knew what the plot was going exactly, into Exactly, because of the credits. Yeah. Because I think in the at the end, they are credited as God, Mother Earth, yeah. Son, or something like that. Yeah, the Son of Nature. Son of Nature, yeah. You know, those are credit names. Yeah. And I think the director knew that. I think he knew when he was finishing and editing it, like, I gotta give him a little something. <laughs> Just yeah. to give him a little something they can hook on to because <laughs> this is abstract. But man, again, like I love this movie. I do too, actually. I think we I think we give this the same rating. Actually. We did, yeah. So yeah. Do you want to tell a plot? You want me to tell a plot? You uh, go ahead. Begotten is a uh, I'm gonna read this as I wrote it. Okay. Okay. Begotten is a story of creation and death. Yes. The violent suicide of God and birth slash rebirth of nature in a barren world. Yes. Which is kind of taken from the letterbox description as well. Yes. That's that's pretty much, you pretty much yeah. nailed it. Essentially, the film opens with this creature-looking thing. Uh, yeah. Which is a representation of God. Yeah. Like I said, we know that. We do know that for sure. That's what that's supposed to be because of the credits of the yeah. film. Uh, who disembowels their Himself, self. Yeah. Yes. And uh, shits himself, maybe, question mark? Uh, question mark. Question mark. Again, what I'm going to go ahead and say right off the top is this feels like a movie you should not watch. Yes. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like you when you watch this, you will die after watching it. Seven days. <laughs> yeah, because it feels cursed. Yeah. <laughs> it does not feel like something that... It, it feels like any, nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah. So from the, the suicide of God births yeah. this... Or not births, but manifests. Yeah. This woman, yeah. who is the Mother Nature. Yes. Yes. And she... <laughs> she, <laughs> she gives God a hand jibber. She sure does. Yeah. And then masturbates with the semen. Yeah. And becomes pregnant. Yes. And gives birth to the Son of Nature. Yeah. Who is this <laughs> deformed tool video looking thing. <laughs> with a long umbilical cord. 
<laughs> and she abandons the son of nature. Yes. Which I'm assuming is kind of the story of both Moses and Jesus Christ as well. Yes. In a way, right? It, it's very much... Uh, the way I see this, I don't see this as a uh, blasphemous film like Subconscious. No. It's not 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 inherently anti-religion. I don't think it's pro-religion either. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the... It's, it's somewhere in a gray area. Yeah. Then these, like, marauder, nomad, druid-looking things, yeah. faceless monsters, find the Son of God. Yeah. Or the Son of Nature. Technically, Son of God. So, son of God in nature, which I kind of interpret that as... Like a Jesus figure. Yeah, like a Jesus figure. Like a Messiah. Yeah. And... Uh, just kind of start taking him along with them. Yeah. They... I originally thought, when going into this, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to take him and they're going to take care of him. No. No. No, 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 no. Drag him up a hill by his umbilical cord. They just beat the fuck out yeah, of him. Yeah, they do him a tear apart. <laughs> He's like spewing vile and blood and shit yeah. from his mouth. Eventually, uh, they burn him. Yeah. At a pyre, sacrificially, I would yeah. say. And Mother Nature shows back up. Yeah. Finds her son... Um, dying. Dying. He's not dead somehow, even though he's been burnt. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> you don't always die from... True, but he burnt. was, like, engulfed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if you could see that. That's true. It is a lot to be, like... You, there's a lot of guessing to be done with the Begotten as well. Because, man... The visuals are rough at times. <laughs> Hard to, like, gather. It feels like it's from a time period where film didn't exist. Yeah. And, uh... So they find him. But then the Marauders show back up. Yeah. And they're more interested in Mother Nature, and they end up raping and killing Mother Nature. Yeah. Exactly the same thing Harmony Kareem, or not Harmony Kareem, damn it. Kareem, Kareem Hussein. Hussein. The, the huh and cuh combination is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they work, haven't they worked together? I don't know, actually. They didn't, they should. Yeah. I would love to see his visuals on, uh, his camera work on Kareem's oh fucking visuals. God. Be insane. Yeah, anyways. Uh. You know, they rape and murder Mother Nature and eventually kill the son of nature as well. Yes. And from there, you see wilting flowers and stuff like that. Yeah. Thus ending the film. I don't... I can't explain it, necessarily. When I, when I was watching this... Um, also, what I will say, there's not a ton of sound on this. There is music, though. There is music. You led me to believe there was no music. There is music. Okay. It's subtle. Very subtle. Well, here's the thing. When I first watched it, when we watched some of it, it was on YouTube. Yeah. Because this is before you got the DVD in. Yes. It had no sound. Right. Because I think they just took it out. I don't know why, mm. but but the music is very subtle, and a lot of times it's played to the sound of, like, animals, like like crickets, or, like, the, the film kind of, like, making noise itself. Yeah. Um... But what I what I decided to do, um, <laughs> some people might think I'm stupid for this, or okay. or think uh, I kind of ruined the experience for myself. I don't think I did. I think I uh, made made it a little more uh, interesting. Yes, you dark side of the moon did Wizard I, of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> I put uh, Mirror Reaper by Bell Witch yeah. on in the background. <laughs> ambient doom metal. <laughs> yeah, as this was as this was happening, and man. Does it add to it? <laughs> it's. Wild. I said you could do Sun O as well. Yeah, you could do anything. To me, like when I was anything. watching this film, what I was more interested in than anything is the visuals. Yeah. Like I, I described it as like it doesn't look like it's shot on film. Yeah. It looks like he found the uh, the shroud of what is it? Turin. The shroud of Turin and somehow stuffed it into a camera and filmed on it. <laughs> yeah. It. Man, the visuals are insane. It's not the most like. 
you could follow the film but not understand what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's what I would say about it. That's where it's abstract. Because it does have like a like a narrative, you know. Yeah. This woman comes out, gibbers this dead guy, <laughs> gets pregnant from the semen, births yeah. this deformed thing, leaves it, these people pick it up, kill it. Yeah. You can follow that narrative. Yeah. It's just what that is is abstract. Yeah. You know what I mean? What that's supposed to be or why that is happening is all up to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... That's oh. what I'd say. Like it, when people say, "Like oh, there's no narrative." There is a narrative. Yeah, it's just abstract. It is. I, what I would say about this movie too, as well, is um, it is a movie that sticks with you. Yeah, the visuals. Like I have, like I watched this Monday, mm-hmm. and I still had some of the visuals stuck in my head. The first 15 minutes of this film, in particular, are like some of the most iconic shit in film history. Yeah, like the amount of times you'll watch like a creepy pasta video or just a weird like oh scary videos from the internet. Yeah, and see the opening of Begotten. Yeah, is, in it. is astounding. Like it's so many videos. Like how many thumbnails have you seen use the the image of from the Begotten? So many. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insanity. Like it's more iconic than some like really popular movies that and people don't even know what Begotten is. They just yeah. know this image. Yeah, it's very iconic. It's crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. um, this is weird, abstract, expressionistic horror film from the 80s that people don't even know the name of it, but they know that image. Yeah. They know the image of God disemboweling itself. Yeah. It's it's a wild image. Wild. Fantastic. Um, the beginning and the end are both insane and way yeah. more graphic and disturbing than I thought they were going to be, to be yeah. honest with you. I did not expect it to get as dark and heavy as it does. It does, it, yeah. Like, cause I was always like, ah, it's probably on this list the same reason like a racer head, yeah, is on these lists or Tetsuya the Iron Man because they're just so abstract and so bizarre mm-hmm. that they make you feel unnerved because you can't quite understand, yeah, what's happening. Yeah, but no, this movie has some extreme shit in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some pretty nasty gore and violence. Yeah, there's some brutal stuff in this. Yeah, so I was a little taken aback by like that. I was like, whoa, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like the movie too. Um, I. Well, when I first when I first watched it, it kind of left me with a with a feeling of dread in a way. I yeah, can't so I didn't get that. I was more just intrigued by like how they do all this. You know what I mean? How they pull this? Yeah, off? but I, I don't I don't know. Like, so something about this movie just sticks with you. I tell you what I thought of immediately, and maybe people would laugh at me. Yeah, because it's like how are you gonna compare this to this person, James Bell. I was like James Bell has to be like super influenced by Begotten. I, probably that lack of dialogue, you know, the use of like almost like paper mache creatures. Yeah, you know, I was like, 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 I bet he's a huge fan of Begotten. Yeah, like honestly, this movie's fucking creepy. It is very creepy. I will say that. Yeah, really creepy, especially that opening when you get those crickets. Yeah, you get this this abandoned house, and then all of a sudden it goes in. The first time you see, quote unquote, God. Yeah, is from the door. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is that? You know, what I mean? yeah. holy shit. Back up. <laughs> one of my favorite visuals in this movie is one that's not even talked about a lot, though. It's the, it's Mother Nature with, with you know her being pregnant and when the coffin. Yeah, the coffin, and the coffin moving just around. dissipates. Yeah, I like that a lot too. It's so cool looking. It is really awesome. I really love this movie. Like I, yeah. can, but this is definitely a movie. Like if I showed this to somebody and they're like that was trash, they're like, understand, <laughs> understand why you wouldn't like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand why you wouldn't like it, but I, I guess also I like it a lot more because I had the context too. Yeah. I think if you didn't, you'd be like, like you did, that is something I will say about Begotten is it's so up for interpretation, but it is like universally understood that like this is God, this yeah. is Mother Earth, this is Son of Nature. Yeah, and it is all about like kind of like the destruction of 
like you said, curse, construct, uh, creation, yeah. and destruction. Yeah. You know, um, and, and the, 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 the decay and massacre of Mother Earth. Kind of the way I saw it, too, is, like, humans are trash yeah. as well. We're the marauders. Yeah. We're the nomadic things that destroy these two beautiful, or I guess one ain't necessarily beautiful, but you know um, what I mean, like, these two things. That destroy life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the way I took it as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fucking really good movie, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a haunting movie to yeah. watch, because it's like... Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, because who made this? Yeah, I wish they almost wish there wasn't credits. Yeah, like you just push play and it just starts and then it ends and you're just like, a man didn't make this. <laughs> yeah, a human didn't make this. Honestly, I feel like this movie, like, could be uploaded to like some kind of weird site today. Yeah, and people are like, what is this? Yeah, it's like Satiate John almost kind of thing. Yeah, which there is a little bit of that. There is a little bit of feel that. too. Yeah, which I maybe. Probably influenced by yeah. it. I'd say Begotten. Begotten's a very influential film. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say about Begotten, other than, like I said, I can see why people, if you're not into art house films, you're not into experimental films, you're going to hate it. Yeah. Because it's as experimental as it gets. Oh, yeah. It, it, its narrative is loose. Yeah. It's, it's it, what it's about is completely up for interpretation. It makes you think. Yeah, it's completely up for interpretation. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And that pisses people, some people off. And, yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's it. I think we did it. Yeah, I think we did. I think I think we did a decent job. Yeah, I think it went all right. Considering we're two idiots, <laughs> two fucking goobers. Yeah, I shit on subconscious. I I feel like I made it sound like I didn't like subconscious cruelty. I did like subconscious cruelty. Yeah, I just thought it was silly <laughs> at times. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, anything else we should need to talk about? Questions, comments, and concerns. Stick on gmail dot com. Um, Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. What we cover next? Do you know? Oh, I know what we're doing next. Oh, you know what we're doing next? Uh-huh. Should we say or should we wait? Let's let let's let let's let, let people wait. Yeah, you'll find out when I drop the video. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I always do. All I'm gonna say is, uh, we're doing a trilogy. Uh oh, a heavy hitter. There's not too many trilogies left, so I may give it away just a little bit. But that's okay. Uh, I I don't know. I think there's still quite a few trilogies out there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. Um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Let's wrap this bad boy up because I need a pee. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you I need? I need to get food. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we end this? Um, Not not at the top of my head necessarily. Uh, maybe some of our shout outs like to Jason. Yeah. Or, uh, our homie, yeah. Wayne Architect. Yep. Uh, Orbix, he's awesome. Musician. Yep. Uh, Guys, we always do his intro. Yeah. Cool little hip-hop guy from... The horror scene, the extreme horror scene. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, Grindhouse video, <laughs> Diabolic DVD, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Unearth. <laughs> Unearth, yeah. All these things, all these things are cool. Go support independent horror. Um, There's a lot of good independent horror filmmakers out there. Jonathan Doe, Cinema's Underbelly. <laughs> and I, I'm going to PBS this a little bit. This podcast exists because of you. Thank Aww, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. It's in a book. Take a look. look. It's three fucked up movies. <laughs> it's fucked up movies. Oh, yeah. So, I guess let's just call them. I think we're just rambling at this point. Uh, yeah. I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, Sick. on cinema. 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 I've had a pee since we talked about subconscious cruelty. <laughs>